everyone. Welcome back to the final episode of Tales from the Mind. Uh, no, we're joking. Uh, I'm Marty. I'm Luke. I'm GM2K. Uh, and yeah, as as I joke, we uh, this is not the final episode, but uh, we'll probably keep doing these. But um, as this episode comes out, we will also be posting an update uh, that we'll get into in just a second uh, about the future uh, Pokeminers and changes we're making around here um, and uh, all that fun stuff so be sure to give the full report that we're going to put out uh at the same time a read uh but we're also going to discuss all that here hopefully in a little bit more detail so um let's get into it oh and then uh, of course we're going to do our normal data mining uh updates over the last month and uh, we have two abks to go through and we're going to talk about scarlet and violet because why not uh we all played it we all enjoyed it uh, I, was, I was expecting one of you to jump in at that point, but like, well, some of us more than others. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to, but I thought I'll save it for the actual discussion on Scarlet and Riley. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll jump into all that. So yes, to start right off the bat, um, as you'll see or uh, we'll see, uh, we are going to make some changes around here at Pokeminers. Um, so, and we're going to explain the reasoning for that. So. Uh, first up, we're cutting back on our mining operations. We are lifting up the drilling equipment a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> slowing down the, 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 the drills. Um, we're not going anywhere. So first and foremost, we're not leaving. We're not quitting. We're not shutting down. None of that. The Discord, uh, Twitter site, all that stuff, that's not going away. Uh, we have an awesome uh, community in the Discord. None of that is changing. Uh, we obviously have a crap ton of followers on twitter so thank you very much for that we're not going to shut any of that down um but and we'll continue to report on apk and remote updates as we have for the past uh three and a half years but there will be some changes uh and we want to kind of explain how we got to this to this point um and kind of go from there um so yeah the there's been a series of events that uh as you probably could tell from if you're in our Discord or if you even listened to the last podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or any of our podcasts over the last six, eight months. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got quite a few comments on the last one. They're like, yeah, you guys were like, and Marty in particular was like really pissed. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was not a good month for Niantic. And no. things did not improve. It hasn't got any better. No, and things have gotten worse. Uh, so yeah basically so there's i have so i'll say the the three big things that has put me over the edge over the last little while and then i guess we can kind of just uh this will be more open-ended than our normal uh i was gonna say structured but these podcasts are still not very structured (laughs) Uh, (laughs) they're gonna be half an hour long yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i remember that i I remember it was it was half an hour long and every week uh yeah those fucking idiots Uh, so the, the things that really got into my skin, the first thing was the elite raids. Um, obviously, I mean, we, we don't need to recap all the nitty gritty details of all the fuck ups. But if you listen to this podcast, you know, and you've been following along with what, what's been happening. Elite raids launched completely fucking broken, not communicated, uh, super confusing. Uh, and to this day, they've tried it for the third time. The last time was yesterday and no one get no, like I couldn't get locals. Uh, sorry, I didn't, I was at a gym when it actually went off. I wasn't going to do it otherwise, but just cause I was outside. I'm like, does anyone want to do this? And no one gave a shit. Uh, I saw out of all my local chats, two people tried to get groups together and no one cared. 
Um, and they never fixed they, so they never, so it was a, you know, we discussed why we don't like the raids before and what the issues are with them game design wise. Uh, and they're still broken. Like they haven't addressed any of the issues. They haven't actually acknowledged anything. Uh, so it's just, just the arrogance of putting out this completely busted feature that is flawed from a game design perspective and just pumping it back out and still like, you know, with no communication, people asking, you know, is it Hoopa again? Is it Hoopa again? And it's probably Hoopa, but they never specify, you know, things like that. So that was the first. Well, no, they thing. tweeted one hour before the first US raid. Uh, that's, that is true. I forgot about that. They did tweet. <laughs> uh, so for all you uh, Europeans and APAC users, you just get fucked. Uh, <laughs> you're not important. Apparently. Well, I mean, that, that, that's been pretty much standard for not just Niantic. In fact, it's a lot of the gaming industry for since the beginning of time. It's the US is the only one they care about. That is true. It is a very U.S. centric industry, unfortunately. Um, so we could say as we're all not American. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, next, you're pretty close. I am. I am pretty close, but uh, that's why I moved an hour north of Toronto to try and get away just a little bit more. <laughs> uh, the next thing for me was was Zora. Uh, obviously, we recapped that, but just the insanity in my mind of. Uh, murdering the Go Plus for a weekend during one of their biggest events of the year for a Fox that they fucked up two or three times at that point, depending on how you're counting it. Um, just like, and then calling people entitled over it, like just not the way to handle it from multiple levels. Uh, and then the final thing for me was, uh, to be honest, the Ultra Beast marketing campaign was just the most idiotic thing I've seen come out of that marketing department in a while and we and this is the same marketing department that gave us a countdown to a countdown to an esper raid <laughs> that had like like this was just ultra beasts have been in the game for six months there's nothing new about them that's literally the exact same raid bosses that we've gotten it would be like making a giant marketing campaign uh because lugia is back in raids like mm. i don't you know they flew out every single content creator under the sun to la they i just the the amount like i remember waking up one day one morning and i had 16 twitter notifications one was cerebi one was uh pokey battler and the other were all niantic marketing spam <sighs> about preparing for ultra beast and tag a friend and ultra beasts are coming even though they've already been in the game for six months mm-hmm. they've already made a really big deal when they came before i just and then and then just watching the uh the live event of it. Like it was just, it was just a really bad event. Like I'm sure most people probably don't notice, but like they didn't projection map on in, either in London or in LA, they didn't projection map those buildings. They threw a projector and they barfed content onto that, onto not, I can't even say a screen. Onto yeah, the, it was just wherever it lands, it lands. We're not going to try and actually do anything with the actual mapping, which is just like, ex- looked awful. <laughs> exactly. There was so like, as like Cartana was like, yeah, Cartana, I always fucked that name up. Uh, was like flying back and forth. You could see like lines split through its face and like it was bleeding off the edge of the building. And and it, look, it didn't, it looked bad in LA, but it looked worse in London when you had all like the bricks yeah. and the, and the like. And then the numbers as well that looked really hard to read. Yeah. Like there's just no effort put into this. So just like the atrocity of putting that out and putting so much money and the amount of money and carbon emissions uh, and resources they need to have put in to fly all their content creators out for that is just mind-blowing to me like 
And this is the same company that doesn't have the time to put out the dev diaries. Y- yes, yeah. ex- exactly. The same, and 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 you, and you can you know some people are like well it's a different team, but apparently it's not. Apparently it's 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 the same team, and obviously we're not inside Niantic, but like they can't put out a blog post to do a proper dev diary, but they can fly twenty eight content creators, I don't know how many, but a lot of content creators out to make videos about nothing. Uh, oh, and, and then oh, and did you? And I f- completely forgot about this. Is that they faked all the live stream stuff? They. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you guys were probably asleep during the actual uh thing, but yeah, they. So you probably saw after is that like the recordings were of like the gameplay footage from the event were like during the day, during rain, during like like Mm -hmm. the weather and the time of day kept changing as they switched between different, and then they blurred out. And the fucking part I lost it at is they blurred out the player count. In, in in the raid because and it was like you could tell it was single digits and so it was just like oh my this is so poorly done of so many levels i was like this is so that was so that was the the last like thing that they did that i was like okay i'm i'm kind of done with this shit uh what about you guys i know you guys had some similar stuff had some different stuff uh yeah for me a lot of it has been down to like the in-game economy and stuff as well um, they're very clearly trying to de- well devalue everything, make it the box is awful. We had that what f- 10, 20 minutes where that fourteen eighty box was back then. It was like, oh, we've got a good box again. It's actually just an old box they turned on mistake and turned off again. Yeah, within um, like minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Can't yeah, be having yeah. that. And it's, yeah, it just feels like they've decided the players that are left is going to spend money, so we haven't got to give them any good value anymore. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly their mindset. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's like the Zora stuff and how they react to it, or or in most cases, don't react to it. Like you just hear nothing, or it's our fault that Zora is screwed up when, I, you know, we have no say over, like the players have no say over the coding or how things are run. But it's our fault that shit gets turned off, and hmm. uh, and just the crazy yeah, part the, with um, Zora too is that sorry, you you finish. No, I was just just like. I don't understand the mindset that goes into that sort of argument. It's like, you've screwed up. Okay, look, people screw up. We do. I know that for a fact. Um, But people generally don't care if you screw up if you admit it. Like, okay, you know, you screwed up, you admitted it, move on. But the fact that they don't admit it, they don't say anything, or like I said, it's our fault, or for whatever reason, for expecting things to work. Like, that. I just don't understand that mindset at all. I and the thing that blows my mind about Zora is they were so confident in bringing it back and they didn't fix the one of the bigger glaring issues from the first time it was broken which was about cloning stats and things like that right with the plus like yep. they fixed mm-hmm. the fact that it was getting the wrong stats but they didn't fix the fact that it was cloning pokemon mm-hmm. so that also shows that they clearly are not paying attention to a social media reddit discord you know they're not paying attention as they claim they do right they claim oh we're Mm -hmm. always listening we're always listening we just can't say you clearly didn't because there were multiple reports of two of these biggest issues you fixed one of them and then re-released it (laughs) and then you were too arrogant to turn it back off and admit that you fucked up and because you had all this marketing campaign crap ready to go that you had to kill the plus instead and then call us entitled for complaining about the fact that you know and and like i said on the previous part didn't play that that weekend at all i was just like this is this is horrible. I'm not doing this. Yeah. 
And then um, as well as also, if we're going about mistakes and stuff, we've got Cosmog too, where you could transfer Cosmog. And if you transferred it, it was basically, go fuck yourself, this season is now, you can't play it. Yep. And they did yeah. change the ticket, the quests after the season to be evolve any, um, po- any psychic Pokemon, which is good that you can complete the quest, but people that were able to transfer their Cosmog because of Niantic's mistake were still told to basically get fucked. Mm-hmm. And there's still it, been no way of getting it, even though they were like, don't worry, you'll be able to get it later. We're like, well, the season's over and we still haven't managed to get any. And they haven't, com- yeah, and they haven't communicated when or where, just in the future. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, we have time for all we know. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Like when, like they teased that Poi Pole and the other Ultra Beasts, and it's like in the far future. I mean, I, who cares about what's in the far future? I mean, mm-hmm. I can tell you what's in the far future. Every Pokemon that's not been released yet. (laughs) Are you a prophet? (laughs) Uh, It's the power of the beard. (laughs) It's the power of the beard. (laughs) But, like, they're clearly going to re-release Ultra Beasts. We know that. They re-released everything, and that's fine. That's good that they re-release things. We know that they're going to release new Pokemon. They do that. But imagine spending, like, the marketing campaign on the far future because... Without any other detail, like it's not you know, you know mid next year. It, it's just the far future, and it's like that's when they'll re-release Cosmog as well. And it's like, oh, cool. So when? Yeah. And then it's silence. When? Like you know, it's yeah. And so people are just screwed until whenever they think they're going to be able to get the marketing campaign ready, basically. Yeah, yeah. Until they until they have another marketing campaign for announcing that our ultra, ultra beasts are, are arriving yeah. for the very first time. <laughs> and and GM, you had some issues with the Hoentor Global, right? Like, I mean, I have issues too, but I know you you were more upset about it than I was. Yeah. Um. I mean, to be fair, it could still change because we are. A, a fair way from it and we know they don't they're allergic to communication so maybe it's poor communication <laughs> or whatever i don't know but right now it appears as though like the shinies and some of the features are going to be for like the boosted shiny rates are going to be for the live vegas event only not the global event and i mean i think i've said this before that like one of the only reasons i'm still playing this game is for these events with the shinies and so you take away that i've got literally no reason to play i'll just play every community day that's a new shiny for me and that's it because what the hell is the point and um and i mean i get that they want live events back and i don't have a problem with that it 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 annoys me as a personally because if i wanted to go and play live i've got to spend you know more than two grand on plane tickets alone let alone accommodation and the tickets for the event and like everything else like it, it becomes a big Thing if I wanted to go to ask. a live event, but um, I get they want live events, I do, but I it I just they it's one of these old tried and true Niantic features lately is like we've said it before they continue to punish remote global players whatever without actually like in in a way instead of enticing people to the live events like you know, give extras to the live that's fine but don't take away from the global. But they just yep. keep taking away from the global, and like, yeah, I can really see the point in pissing off millions of players so that you can, you know, and make a few thousand happy. Like, again, where's the logic in that? 
Yeah, it, it there is no logic, and I think for me, it with GoFests they were always in person to start with, right? So okay, mm-hmm. you have a global and you have a, but these these tour events have always been global events, and so for me, I think that's why it feels extra shitty to basically nerf the globe, at least the way it appears now until Niantic can clarify things, but it does seem to be leaning towards you don't get to complete your decks uh, and you don't get shiny boosts if you're doing the global event. Um, and they did say that like to get shiny Jirachi would be like harder, I think, uh, like significantly harder than if you do it in person, um, I think is what they said. Uh, I don't remember their exact words, but um, so like just to nerf this thing that started as a global event and to, you know, I mean, same thing with remote raids, right? Like you're going to nerf this thing that started as remote yep. or global or whatever. And uh, it just, it's, it, it's like anything. When you take something away, it feels bad. Yeah. And I mean, to me, like, okay, go fest, like you said, have always been in person and they changed with the pandemic. And, and, and I mean, I think it's stupid to go back to a pre-pandemic world, particularly since despite what people like to pretend, the pandemic's not actually over. But GoTour is the perfect way. Like, if you're going to have GoFest as your in-person event for the year, GoTour is the perfect way to include everybody rather than focusing on in-person events. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've already got your in-person event, that's GoFest. Have have a global thing, and that's your GoTour. And also, this is the third event, if you count the Ultra Beast nosebleed uh, in LA, like this is the third event in the Americas that's been on the West Coast, which is objectively just not as accessible for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like back when it was in Chicago, for example, it was relatively central. It's still not like central central, but like it's closer for a lot of people, right? Where this is, you know, you had Seattle, you had LA, and now you have Vegas. You have all these events on the West Coast, which are pretty expensive for east coast people to get to um like it was two thousand dollars for me to go to seattle uh you know and it was half that in total for chicago you know previous go fest and things like that so um i get you know and i completely get like moving things around you know for sure like this you know having the west coast here move it to the east coast you know things like that but like to have three of these events now two and a half of these events now on the west coast is just odd uh and expensive mm. um which bothers i mean as a I'm not fully east coast but i'm more east coast than west coast uh and it's just it's it's annoying um but like other things and i think like lou you touched on this too is like they, they clearly like it's very obvious to me in the last couple of months is that they just they don't care about quality control and they're completely happy and fine to keep fucking up and not admitting it and not acknowledging it and just fix it silently, like, fuck it up, fix it, move on, right? And I think that's that's probably legitimately their, their attitude, uh, and it absol- absolves them of any responsibility because they don't, you know, like, every single event for months is broken in one way or another. It's either something that's not communicated properly, an event doesn't go live, a box goes live when it shouldn't go, you know, like, I, I think I can count, like, three or four events in the last, like, two or three months that just didn't start on time because they forgot to schedule it, you know, things like that. Yeah. Like, and they just never acknowledge any of this. And it just, it's getting worse. And now you're seeing it in like blog posts, like blog posts are just wrong. Pokemon are misspelled. The infographs they're putting out has wrong times compared to the blog. They're leaking their own blog posts mm-hmm. like twice in the last month or so, where they leak something before, uh, or so they're leaking infographs before it actually went live. Uh, it's not consistent. What gets a blog post versus what's gets an infographic now. Uh, 
like they just i i legitimately just don't think they care about quality because they don't need to because they know that people will just keep buying and keep coming back and it doesn't matter and at some point it's just you know and like and i was gonna get to this later but like the ultra beast experience for me like the raid day it, i i wanted to get the research done and then but even that i was cussing the game out the fucking mm. 30 minutes i was trying to do raids because i had yeah. three raids kick me out of the lobby just, just just nope just kick out and then i had two raids that just crashed in the middle of the battle so it like to do those seven raids, I was I was so fucking done with the game. Mm. I'm like, this is not fun. Like the quality that they put into this is just they, they just don't care. Um, and they don't apologize. They don't apologize. They don't acknowledge it. They break promises. Uh, you know things like the dev diary being you know three months late and just or two and a half months late and just not acknowledging it. Um, and just pretending like everything's fine and uh, yeah, like they just they don't yeah. communicate. No, and there's things as well, like with the uh, mega raid day we just had for uh, Hoenn. Um, again, I was telling people, if a raid's about to expire, don't do it because you'll bug out of the lobby and it will just mess up. Mm. And that that was there with Deoxys. How have we got the same thing happening again now? Yeah, and I think it's, well, we talked about last time, the new spawn system that they've added for these raids and stuff. Still, mm. that elite raid, still broken for months. They just don't care. Uh, the, uh, what you just described has been something like power up. Like when I was going through the notes, it's like power up Pokestops have been broken for a year, and they the, the mm. bonus spawn still does not work, and they don't care. Um, the, that's, that's just gone from the issues page, isn't it? It's just like they just accepted that's not a thing now. Yeah, yeah, and they removed. Yeah, they just mm. gave up on it with no actual acknowledgement. The evolution screen has been broken for four months since early September. Uh, there's just no background to it. Um, things like they just. Like the game has been in the worst state it's been in months, you know, and, and like as from we've seen, they flip flopped on Unity versions back and forth like three times. So they clearly mm-hmm. don't know what is wrong with the game, <laughs> probably because mm. all the devs that are there now were not the devs that were there when they built the game five, six or seven <laughs> years ago, whenever, you know, the cycle started um, like. Yeah, so the, the the game is is you know, and it's just the amount of times it crashes out. The amount like GBL, as far as I know, not that I play, is still crashing for people, right? Like, yeah, it's been two weeks, three weeks of it just like being completely unplayable. And I mean, I don't know. Actually, I actually to be fair, I did have to do GBL for the Kalido ticket, and I didn't crash on those six matches. To be fair, uh, which again, not a fan of that forcing people to win in PvP to complete a ticket is not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't like having to do the battles to begin. Like, it was just like, oh, go out and explore, but sit and tap on your ass for fucking thirty minutes. Like, yeah. this is not what this game is about. Yeah, like you've got you've got the battle pass. Like, keep all the battle stuff in there. We don't need to be adding it into special research for a mythical Pokemon. Yeah, and like. It... So I think it's safe to say that none of us are enjoying this game anymore. Um, and before you get to the Pokemon stuff, this is just kind of like the motivation that we've had. You know, we're not enjoying playing personally. You guys can obviously speak for yourselves, but personally, I've played the Mega, the Hoenn Mega Raid Day because I was looking forward to that. Outside of that, I've done one spotlight hour. And I can't think of what else I've done in the game. I've I've kept up, like I've spun a stop and I've caught a Pokemon and I've opened my gifts every day and I've done one quest. So like 
four or five minutes of gameplay, right? But compared to, I used to go out like every day for at least an hour to two hours, going out and playing and, you know, playing every event and, uh, and yep. you know, and like I'm at the point now where like I'll check it and outside of events, like I just, or, or like, or even actually for the spotlight hour I did go out for, a whooper, I think. Is it a whooper? Whooper or hooter? Yeah, Maybe I went there was for, a whooper ma- one, yeah. Okay. Ma- I went Maybe out I went for the out hoot, hoot one. Yeah. Well, um, I remember even that. I normally stay out for the full hour, but like 40 minutes in, I'm like, mm, I'm done. I don't want to do this. And I just went home. Yeah. Like, which yeah. is, I never, like, I, I always play the full thing, you know? And so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I barely played. I know, Lou, yeah, you were saying similar things, like especially since Scarlet Violet came out. You haven't played much either, right? No, and even before that, like my play had reduced a lot. Like, um, I think I did an hour of Mega Raid Day um, and kind of got bored. Like the fact that for this research, like the ticket event that I just did, which again, like, I only did because I could it cheap. But I didn't pay the actual full price because things. Right. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and yeah, like I had to catch fighting types, and in my quest stack i've still got stuff from fashion week so i caught the program with a hat for it it's like that's how bad it is like that's still in my quest stack and that how long ago was fashion week now uh it was it was when they destroyed the team leaders so like three or four months ago yeah (laughs) so yeah okay so yeah you're you're much more and i'm assuming you haven't kept up with your streaks you're you you've fallen farther than i have i'm still doing this oh yeah i I stopped caring about the streaks ages ago <laughs> like, like especially as like the research breakthroughs have been worthless. I'm just like, what do I care? Like, what yeah. am I getting from doing yeah. this? For me, it's I haven't missed one yet, and so I don't mm. want to miss one until just like the FOMO of an addiction. But I know that once I miss one and I break one, I I won't care because I don't care about the rewards. Yeah. I just like the the dopamine hit of like, oh, I'm continuing my cycles, right? Uh, yeah. which is how people stay in this game is the addiction. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a legit issue. Um, and, uh, yeah, but one, once I miss one, I, I don't give a shit. I, I don't even know what's in research <laughs> breakthroughs half the time. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. I start me. Cool. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, who, who cares about it? Fuck it. Nobody wants to star me in a research breakthrough. <laughs> if it was this to star you, I have a chance of getting a shiny. Yeah. Well, what about you, GM? How much have you been playing? Um, I was thinking about this last night, actually, and I realized that I haven't been playing... Like, I've been for, for months and months, I've only been doing the bare minimum when there's been tasks. Like, you know, raid days, you raid the seven for the time research. Did the seven, stopped. Like, you know, it, so if there's tasks, like special or timed research, I will do the bare minimum to play. The last time I've played fully has been GoFest days. Mm. Like, I don't go yeah, out for months. spotlight hours, I don't... You know, I don't do anything other than the bare minimum anymore. I, yeah, I keep my streaks up, and even that's only because I've got to stop and gym within range of home, so I can, you know, spin and catch and do all that just from sitting at my desk anyway. Um, yep. So I've been, yeah, I've really dropped off, and I, I was actually surprised at just how much I've dropped off because it, it has been GoFest and Go Tour are the two big events that I have done this year, and otherwise, I don't think I've done any. Oh, sorry, Cotney, that weekend I went out for one day, mm. uh, played with a friend, just mostly just because I was bored, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I can almost count the number of non-GoFest, GoTour days on one hand, like that I've 
gone full out and played. I just don't bother yeah. with the raid days, the battle days, the spotlight hour. You know, like, I just don't care anymore. I think the last one that I, like, committed to the whole event was Litwick Community Day. I was out for the whole three hours for that. I think that's about it. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm trying, what was the last community day? Was it Teddy? Yeah, I think so. Teddy or sir? Yeah. Because I, I, I don't remember staying up the whole time for that. I don't, to be honest, I don't remember when I left. But it wasn't the full three hours. Yeah, I think uh, I got my six shinies and then called it a day. Mm. Okay, I, 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 I wasn't that bad. I think it was because it was double Stardust, right? Yeah, mm. I think, or triple Stardust. I think, yeah, the, the Stardust ones I'm still, which, but to be honest, I, again, it's the addiction part of it is because I don't, like, I have 50 million Stardust. I don't need to do this. <laughs> like, yeah. And I don't have, and there's nothing to power up anyway, so... Like there's no point to this. It's just like that routine. So that so as I've become more demotivated and Niantic has been just fucking over the game more and more and fucking over its player base and showing they don't care, I just am losing my motivation and that motivation trickles into Pokemon. And I've said this before that if I ever stop playing this game, I'm gonna stop doing Pokemoners. And uh again, we're not at that point now, but I'm definitely just like doing the bare minimum for Poke for Pokemon Go. Like I don't mm -hmm. want to do this anymore and so yeah and a big part of that is how much work it is to run pokemoners so like for those that don't know this is basically another full-time job uh I, you know I, I spend another on average about 30 to 40 hours a week doing pokemoners and it's obviously the reports that everyone sees but it's also the information the, getting the information ready for the reports so you know when they push you know gm you've had to do a few of these lately where like they've just fucked up and pushed really old tech like the wrong texts yep. like for example we're beyond 255 and they'll push like 251 texts and we have to sort through like thousands of lines of code to figure out what's new and a lot of times it's nothing. So we've just wasted, you know, yep. an hour, two hours going through thousands of lines of code for nothing. Sometimes it's one line that no one cares about or yeah. it's Willow, like changing the apostrophe on something that like, okay, we can report oh. it. But so we've just wasted at two hours of our day on nothing. That really and pisses me off those updates. I can tell you when it's just the apostrophes and quotation marks that change. And it's like, oh my God, we've just wasted all this time. And just because yeah. they don't proofread or check things before they push things, like if they, mm -hmm. like if they check how often now do we get complete repushes of like Willows and Reese text now as well? And we didn't used to get that very often before. Yeah, like the only time you could tell, uh, yeah, like you used to see it on community days and like story driven things a few years ago, and like pretty much the entire story would be rewritten, and you can kind of tell TPC came in and was like, well, you have to say it like this, or whatever the fuck, you know, like you can kind of tell mm -hmm. when something is TPC or Niantic, right? But like the community day texts um, that I think GM, you reported on this week, they, they rewrote the entire community day December text, and like they're almost identical, just like slightly different wordings that like Maybe TPC did come in and say, like, well, he can't say as this. He has to say like this. But, mm -hmm. uh, like, I don't I don't know. But, like, even still, don't push it to the game. Like, if things are still in review with TPC, don't push them, to, especially for texts like this that aren't needed for another week. Like, yeah, yeah. Why did you add this just to react? Like, just, like, again, just the because they don't care, right? They just push it. Yep. Who cares? Not, you know, don't think about things. Or and like, in the unlikely event that they're actually testing something, which I don't believe they actually do, 
put in placeholder text. Literally, <laughs> just say placeholder text, placeholder text, placeholder text. You know, like they don't need to see what the actual text is if they're testing. Just that it you know scrolls through. Right. Well, like we've a, already I, seen what happens when they don't push the text in time, haven't we? They just get that pop up, so they don't need to put <laughs> that in there. Just see that, and they see it's loading a different thing each time. Yeah. I guess they could. I mean, I'm trying to think from a QA perspective. They could test to make sure the text isn't too long that it doesn't wrap, but they should have safeguards and character limits in place to prevent yeah, that you, in the first place. They should have those proper processes that would already tell them that. But I mean, again, it's Niantic. We just don't think they have proper processes for pretty much anything. Also, yeah. who actually reads the fucking text? <laughs> <laughs> just us, apparently. <laughs> well, just you guys. So- I barely read them even when I report on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair no i read through it all because like, like every one in 20s like there's actually something useful to report on mm-hmm. um i have literally so, missed yeah, stuff in the text that you have said oh hang on did you mention this i'm like no why did why should i mention that you said because it's in the text and like that's how little i actually read even when i'm reporting on it <laughs> <laughs> okay that's valid that's valid well I, so then I, I i read all the text and i apologize for that so i'm gonna stop doing that <laughs> no I'll, um but yeah, or like the days where they're like push like just 14 hours of just updates, just update after update after update. You know, I remember one day a couple months ago, I woke up at nine and literally I was working on Pokemoner straight until 10 p.m. because um, they were just constantly spamming updates um, yep. on doing things that they just did, adding new things like for, like the you know, the number of times that our bots go off because they've updated a box, but they've updated it four different times in four separate places instead of just one time. Like, I don't understand what their production system is. That's like, you make a change and it gets pushed live. Like Mm. you should be preparing these bundles, push them to a staging environment, testing them in that staging environment, and then pushing those changes live to production as a bundled like commit. Um, And it's just, just the fact that you can push four box updates like this independent like i just have no idea what their processes are and it's just and it's and it's frustrating to deal with um and not to mention the apk like on on average uh an apk comes out uh and uh it takes us three days to go through it like for for example the apk came out on thursday um we're recording this on sunday i just finished with the apk today um and it the you know it's the real time report it's the in depth report it's sometimes the digging deeper depending on timing and things like that and how much we find it's organizing that the asset repos and then the the biggest bulk of the time is reverse engineering their network code and going through all the obfuscated code to figure out what's new what's not new what's been changed uh, what things are sometimes I can deobfuscate and figure out what things are sometimes I can't and I just have to sort through spaghetti code uh, and this was kind of when i was starting to feel like this during 255 or yeah 255 and like there was a cluster it was that wasn't too bad but there was a but i was starting to feel like i just don't want to do this anymore and during 257 there was a pretty large chunk of spaghetti code of um something about saturday transactions and it's something to do with maybe it's pokemon sleep related like something you get some loot you get loot rewards something to do with and there's like cryptography to like validate the the payload and like it it doesn't we don't know what this is because it's obfuscated it's probably something as simple as you get rewards from the sleep log or something like that but i spent an hour sorting through this code and i'm just like i done 
Like, this is not fun. I don't enjoy this game like I used to. I don't enjoy sorting through this obfuscated bullshit. And that's when I brought it up to you guys and was like, okay, this is... <laughs> we need a yep. change. I can't do this. Yeah. Um, and so... And, and then not to mention the maintenance of site, of our, of our website, of our desktop apps, of our bots, of the API that that runs our entire network and operation. Like, there's maintenance I mean, there. Yeah, how, how often do our bots break because the game just refuses to log in? Yeah, mm. like, like there was, yeah, you've you've had tons of issues. I had, uh, I was troubleshooting it for like two days straight just because the game just refused to start my account, you know, log in. Or I would log in and it would work for like 20 minutes and then fuck off again. Like... It's so much work to keep this. And then, of course, you know, as people give us requests, like, oh, can you pull this or can you add this or can you, you know, check if this is in the game, you know, things like that, which is all fine. There's nothing wrong with any of that, but that's all stuff that takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the worst of it is when Niantic changes shit. Uh, like when they most recently they changed the way the texts are stored and it took us a week to, you know, update that. And that's a week that I don't have free time to do anything else i don't have i'm trying to start a company and that's time i'm not working on my company that i'm trying to 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 focus on it's you know i i don't remember i don't remember what game was out at the time but there was some new game release and like i didn't play that at all all week and that's a lower priority of course but i mean it's still like it's still my free time that i should be able to choose what i want to do and when i feel like i need to do something it becomes a job not a hobby and yeah that's when it's like okay you need to reevaluate this because if if it's a job and if i if i'd rather be doing something else with my time than doing this then why am i doing it and if i'm doing it because i feel like i have to i'm going to resent resent it and i think that's where i'm getting to so um that's kind of you know where i personally have come to and you guys can obviously speak to your own versions of that um but for me, it's it's just it's a chore now. It, it, you know, when our bots go off, I don't I don't look forward to it like I used to. Uh, yep. Especially when when minor bot goes off and there's like an APK update, I'm like fuck off because <laughs> I know that the next three days of my life are going to be di- whatever. Like for example, I was working on a on a feature that I was actually really excited for working on this this project that I'm that I'm working on uh, for for this company that I'm trying to start. And uh, there was this really cool feature that I was working on that I was like getting really into. And I was in the middle of it and the fucking minor bot went off and this thing went off. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll come back to this in fucking four or five days, I guess. So mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, it's not fun. So yeah, I don't know. I'll let you guys speak to, to that part of well, it. Well, for me as well, like it's, we, we know for a fact that Niantic use us for, quality control and fixing shit like we report it they fix it and when we don't report shit like remember when i missed the go battle league three unique pokemon criteria the other month like two months ago whatever it was it didn't get Mm -hmm. fixed because no one reported it so we know that they use us for some version of quality control um but we don't get anything from Niantic. I'm not saying they have to fly us around the world. Like I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> entitled. I'm not entitled. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to say we deserve this because we do that. But what I am saying right. is that like, we are working on these tools in our own time, as you said, like keeping this up to date. And what do we get in return from Niantic? We get them trying to hide shit in the code even further. And, and there are things that they could do that would help legitimately help us and speed things up, but they don't care. 
about that. It's just this one-sided relationship. You know, we do these things that help them. They do nothing to help us. And we have literally, I don't know if this will get edited out or not, because I don't know if this is overstepping the line, but we have legit asked Niantic for some assistance with some things and we get silence back. So yeah, that's like, it's like this abusive relationship basically where, you know, we're, we're doing all this work and we just get shit on when like, you know, they, they love us when we help them, they shit on us the rest of the time. And, it, and that's, that's really starting to piss me off more and more as time goes on. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree. So I'll let you go, Lou. Yeah, I mean, I think for me as well, a lot of it has been, like you said, the constant, like, sometimes I'm, we're working on an update and then we get a ping and something else has dropped and then we're about to finish that and then we get another ping and something else has happened. And it's just like, at that point, he's just groaning every time it pings because you're like, I was about to be done with this and now it's fucking gone off again. And they pushed something or else when they could have pushed it all at the same time. Or they've reverted the thing that I started Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, or they, exactly, you've, you've got the thing ready and then they changed it and now you have to change the graphic or the report and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh and yeah, and and so yeah, to GM's point, like what I was I mean like to be honest, we acknowledge, you know, not that our accounts are breaking the terms of service or anything like that, but the active data money is breaking the terms of service. So, to be honest, I completely understand they don't have to or should do anything for us, right? Like that that's my mm -hmm. opinion is that we know we are outside of the terms of service. We know, you know, we're like that's all fine. I I have no issue with them not doing anything for us this is my personal opinion right uh so but what i will agree with is that it's annoying that we do do all this work for them uh and and to us we do it for the community we don't do it for them we do it to help the community for sites like pv poke and pokey battler and and all these you know sim sites and you know the pvp competitions and all that stuff right like we do this to help you know and game mechanics right when the game goes down yeah. Uh, you know, we can help explain why or what happened, right? And so I, I'm i okay with Niantic not fully, uh, really not acknowledging that, which I think is fine. I think what the issue is in, 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 that, in this specific thing, in my opinion, is that in other games, the data miners, and even in other Niantic properties, um, we've seen this, they've left things for like, you know, Hunter who does like Peridot and stuff like that. Like they've left jokes and things like that. Like, oh, hi, Hunter. And I don't think any of their shit is obfuscated. And so um, like, or you look at, I think like, uh, like Assassin's Creed. I, I, so I think, Lou, you have some examples probably from Destiny, but from Assassin's Creed, they, there is a, um, oh, what's it called? The, the, the type of meta games that like, it's like, you play in like in the game, but then it's like, it's like, it's basically a marketing campaign to get people like finding things in the real world. And mm. you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's, it's I don't remember. ARGs. The, the, ARGs. Thank you. Yeah. And so like, like Ubisoft, for example, has done ARGs with like, they put things in the code for the data miners to find, to report on, which is part of the ARG. Right. And it's like, they're breaking the terms of service that, you know, uh, mm -hmm. or like, for example, one of the big breakthroughs uh, a couple of years ago, I think is that they, um, they, with I think it was with data mining, I'm pretty sure is that they allowed basically the language that is spoken in the the issue language in these Assassin's Creed games was able to be decoded thanks to data miners and thanks to information that Ubisoft put in the game to get people to be able to like reverse engineer and figure it out. Right. So there's like I understand officially can't say anything, can't do anything, can't reach out, can't you know I get that, but like you see other companies 
embracing it because they recognize what these, you know, the very least, like, you know, we're, my opinion is we're doing it mostly for the mechanics because Niantic doesn't communicate, you know, even things like energy, mm-hmm. turn, duration, none of that stuff, right? None of that's explained uh, officially. And so we're doing it partially for that, but um, these, like, we're also doing it to generate hype. And that's what, and that's what, like in Ubisoft's case, they recognize that these data miners are generating hype for the game, for upcoming things. It gets people talking about it. It gets, yeah, it's, know, it's free marketing. Exactly, yeah. it's free marketing, and it's very rare that, unless you put in bad things like subscriptions or ads, like Nahanti has been doing, hmm. most of the things we report on get people excited, right? And it's, it's true yep. with other data mining updates. So, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't expect or want or, you know, upset that Niantic doesn't you know but it but it is it's it's acknowledging that it is a that we're doing a service for the community that to be honest niantic should do there should like moves and i and i focus a lot on moves because that's the big thing but like um there's other game like buddy gifting for example there's an entire buddy gifting heart and point system that is hidden in the code that is not documented anywhere um Things like power up Pokestops, same thing. This stuff is not documented, you know, and if it wasn't for us reporting on it or someone like us reporting on it, then mm-hmm. this information would just be completely oblivious and lost to people. And some stuff is not as important as others, right? Like the power of Pokestop, like what yeah. bonuses are at what level and like, who cares? Uh, buddy hearts, it's not really for comp- competition, but if you're trying to maximize your buddy hearts and you want to know exactly how many points you get for each action, things like that, right? Um, but even things like berry, you know, like the the like, even though people claim that they know what the ball uh, catch rate is, no, that's not known. It's it's just guessed, right? So the fact that like I've seen like oh like a great ball is one point five times, it, no, that's not in the code anywhere. Like that's it's set by the server. What is set? It, what is in the code and what we can see is berry count. So we can see exactly you know how much effect how much effectiveness does an inab reduce uh, the Pokemon by what is the catch bonus that you get from a golden versus a silver, right? Stuff like that. And those are critical decisions and stats that affect people's gameplay. And Mm -hmm. like, we're doing a service by releasing that information because Niantic doesn't. And to be fair, maybe it's, you know, Pokemon proper and main series games normally are weird about this stuff to be fair. So maybe there is something, you know, with that and the relationship there. And, you know, we obviously don't know, but it doesn't matter, right? The, the, the fact is, is that we're helping the community in a in a way that Niantic can, let's say legal and contracts and all this crap aside, Niantic knows this information. They have the ability to put it out there, right? And so yep. the fact that we're saving them time by not doing that and doing it for them, then... Uh, and also, you know, same issue with the NDA crew. When they tell the NDA crew wrong information, the NDA crew puts out wrong information, like 105 battle sets and things like that, and piss everyone off. Niantic can just be like, well, we didn't say it. So yeah. same thing with us. If we fuck something up and get everyone pissed off at us because we said something wrong, now I can be like, well, we didn't say it. So there's a level of accountability that they don't need to deal with at that point. Uh, so that's where th- there's benefits to the community and to Niantic that uh, has to be acknowledged at least without us knowing. It has to be acknowledged in some way, I think. Right. And, uh, and I, I, to us, I don't know what the solution to that is. And I, and I just wanted to build off your point um, and add my opinions on it, but I, I don't know what the solution to that is. And I'm not expecting anything back from them or anything like that, but um, 
it's you see the relationship that other developers have with data miners and it it makes you question why it's not like that in other and to be fair i guess like game freak and nintendo go after other data miners in the main series games a lot i guess so it's it's probably something to do with that to be fair but uh, well, they don't, don't go. Know. They don't really. They don't go after data miners. It's oh, only early Just access the things they go after. Mm, okay. But like the 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 main series data miners are, are well known who they are, and they've never been gone after or had anything mm. sent to them. It's just a case of if you do stuff early, they will come after you. That okay. That's good. yeah. That that's a good point. That thanks for the clarification because that did make me think like Serebi has stuff from data mine sites right or like from the data miners right like some stats and yeah stuff like and that. even as a like, disclaimer about who it's from as well mm, okay well then like okay so i my argument about nintendo and game freak then is a little bit probably dissolved then then mm-hmm. i don't i don't know like it it's it's weird um i don't know so anyway um so that's kind of where we've gotten to with the amount of work this is versus the motivation to keep doing it. Um, and quite frankly, like we used to love this game. We don't anymore. And we don't, and to be completely transparent, we don't make money off this. Like I thank you very much to, you know, ge- our generous supporters on Kofi, like leak duck and PV poke uh, and, and quite a few others. Like really, really appreciate that. Um, obviously really appreciate our ad network as well. Uh, portal fuck <laughs> network hen i was gonna say I, I just know their website which is not the yeah, really appreciate these people paying us money that i don't remember the name of um yeah and and you know kudos to to Cerebi for hooking us up with these people uh like really really appreciate all that um but it doesn't make us money like the after the cost of running the site uh the tools we need to do it like bot phones um equipment you know to do podcasts things like that um we don't actually have that much money left over and so um like as you see in the report like me personally i've been doing this for three and a half years and i couldn't even afford the largest pokemon bundle with the money i've made per year like it's it's definitely a nice bonus i really you know anything that we get out of it is really nice and awesome but we split all the money evenly between all the active members at the time and i've only personally ever taken three payouts over this three and a half years um and it's it like it's it's not anything to live off of right it's, it's yeah. a nice bonus but it's definitely not worth it it's like it's clearly we're not doing this for mm. the money <laughs> um you know and we could litter our at our site with ads and like bury it under a mountain of uncl- of, uh, of super obnoxious ads or you can't see the content and make bank off their website uh but we're not it's a shitty user experience we're not going to do that to people because it's just that sucks and that's not fun and it just encourages people to use ad blockers which there should be a balance between you know yep you know supporting sites and making you want to fucking go to another site because it's so bad yeah and so and, and even if we did somehow, you know, say one of our sponsors or your supporters, you know, was like, oh, well, we'll pay you all full-time salaries so mm-hmm. you can do this full-time. But like, do we do we even want, like, I don't, I wouldn't want a full-time job that's at the whim of Niantic. Like, that sounds scary to me. I don't know, what do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, speaking as someone who's about to go looking for a full-time job, I wouldn't mind the pay that comes with a full-time job, but I would actually want to do something that's that fair. I enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, and this is not something... Right. that i enjoy like i mean no, I, like if like i used i used yeah. to but that's certainly dwindled a lot recently yeah. i mean like 
if yeah. if if this was a full time job and a full time income, well then yeah, I'd do it and I'd do it like you know properly and well, and we would. I would just deal with all the shit because that's what you, that's what jobs are. You just get paid to deal with shit, but, um, but we're not, and I'm not expecting the community or anyone to fund me, you know, to fund my life. This is not what right. the Pokemon go community should be doing. They should not be funding a full-time job for data miners. Well, it's something that Niantic should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> really when it but, comes down yeah, to at, at least hiring a QA team anyway because they clearly haven't got one if they do they're not doing their job <laughs> yeah and personally I've never been you know money's always obviously an important factor in life but I've always valued enjoying what I do more than money right? yep. and you know my my career he in- says bitching about PHP <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the, what i was gonna say <laughs> mine's like well fuck you got me there <laughs> well i say what i will what i was gonna say to that is that i care when it comes to that i care i'm, I'm in a lot of events right and so i care more about the big picture things and so yes i don't like working with php which is what i do now um but i do it for a uh uh, a company i'm not going to dox myself but people can probably figure it out i do it for a company in live events and even though the php stuff itself i do not enjoy i enjoy what it's for and i enjoy the bigger picture yeah and so that's where i get my enjoyment out of it um and so i uh and, I, and, quite, and quite frankly because of pogo i've gotten i learned how to develop I, I got jobs out of it um you know i have a lot to be thankful for to pogo um but it's also you know acknowledging what you've gained and when it's time to you know kind of scale back but uh yeah i've i've always valued what you know doing what i love over money right yeah and so uh even if i was well if i was paid i was gonna say if i was paid two hundred thousand dollars a year to do this i don't know maybe i i yeah, I don't know. That that that's a lot of money. I, I don't know where my line would be. <laughs> I'm thinking of like my normal salaries of what I'm used to. I would not want to do this. If I had if I had the, if I was making the exact same amount of money doing this job or doing like Pokemoners, or I could be doing my my real job, I'd rather be doing my real job. Yeah. Um yeah. Like that, that, that's if someone's fair. gonna pay me double my yeah. If someone's gonna pay me double what my real job is, okay, maybe I'll have to think about it and, and like you said, deal with the <laughs> shit because that's your job. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's, that's that's interesting. But yeah, what I I'm not thinking fantasy money. I'm thinking what what you would realistically get. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> um, but yeah, so we so we do this because we love it, and uh, because we used to love it, and when we don't love it, we don't want to do it. Is is the short version of this 56 minute <laughs> rant. Uh, <laughs> so um, <laughs> as you'll see in the report as well, uh, what's actually changing? So um. Like we said, we're not going away, but we we need to do things to cut back. And basically, the, the the goal is to still get the same information out to everyone, to get the important bits out, uh, still you know with uh, the detail that you need for you know like moves and things like that. But trying to cut some corners around stuff that we're doing uh, to a make it easier for us to get things out, to make things faster to get things out, uh, to make things less time consuming for us to get things out. Uh, and so that means that. Um, our, our quality on some things are going to go down just because it takes longer to add the quality. And 
objectively, our graphics aren't anything fancy mm-hmm. right now. Let's, you know, we're not going to pretend that we're graphic artists, but there is effort and time put into like captioning, uh, editing, you know, especially like badges, for example. Badges are in the game as green blobs, basically. Or yeah, gr- changing green them to be the right colors is a real pain in the ass. Yeah, or like 3D assets, texturing it in Blender, trying to get the lighting right. This, These are all things that take time to do. And it's it, it, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. So we're still getting you the information. Um, and uh, if someone wants to mock up what things will look like, like, you know, like 8-Bit has been, 8-Bit CR, I think is his full username, has been doing with some of the stuff recently for like the holiday map. Like, awesome. That's fantastic. There's other people that, you know, like doing that stuff and probably don't have to deal with all the bullshit that we have to deal with, uh, with actually mining it. So like give, you know, we still add, still make those assets and everything available and then other people can have fun with it. Um, so yeah, like we mentioned, there's still game mechanics that need to be reported on. None of that, none of that's going to change. Like it may be like, we don't make a graphic. Everyone there's a new move update. We may not make a graphic for it. We'll just like, here are the move stat. Here are the stats. We'll just put it as a text update. You guys will get it faster. Um, and then sites like PV Poke and all this crap can can go on. And not to say PV Poke, yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like sites can then take that information and roll with it. And and if we have time to do a graphic and we're feeling like we're in the mood to do a graphic, sure, we'll do a graphic. But I, I, for now, and we're, we'll probably experiment with, with what works and what doesn't work. Uh, we do know that if we put something in a graphic, people read it. Even if it's a poop emoji, people will read that more <laughs> than if we put text update out, say, Niantic shutting the game down or something yeah. like massive. <laughs> people would rather the poop emoji in a graphic. Uh, so, but that said, the amount of time it takes to update a graphic, you know, you know, just, it's just little things, right? Yep. Like opening Photoshop, opening the file, getting the right you know, text updated, you know, changing the, it's all like little things, but it's all things that add up to like, you know, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes per update. And when you're doing that multiple times a day, multiple times a week, it adds up when you could be doing something else. And if you could just get the information faster, we'll just put it out faster. So stuff like that. Um, It's like how long do our like seasonal move update graphics take as well? Exactly. Yeah. It takes, I think this one was smaller because they, clearly Niantic is giving up uh there's only three move updates but even actually there's a good example because because actually we're i don't know where i have this in the notes somewhere but like the, the season 16 of gbl like the current season is still fucked up because there are moves that they pushed that were not announced and haven't been acknowledged and haven't been reverted so don't know what that means but what that means is that when we have these graphics prepared and they change things like this for no apparent reason and don't communicate if it is a mistake if it's not a mistake we have to then alter all of our graphics and realign everything and add new things they it's all like stuff that like a normal graphic artist like yeah that's what you do but when this is one of many things we do and we would rather be doing something else every change to the photoshop file is a pain in the ass and when you do this consistently and constantly like it took me an hour and a half i think to prepare maybe an hour to prepare the GBL graphic. And I think it took me like 20 minutes to like alter it. And like, because also it's not just making the graphic, it's going through the thousands of lines that they pushed and like figuring out what's changed. Is that correct? Is that not correct? You know, like Mm. it's a lot. And so, um, so yeah, stuff like that. Um, APK real-time reports uh, will be reduced um, instead of copying every single line of code. uh, It'll be kind of like highlights of like, you know, like, obvious quick things like moves things like that like oh there's a new move there's a new pokemon that stuff is stupid easy that's fine we'll still no problem with that but 
if you followed along with our real-time updates, you'll see there are most of the teardowns, there is a large chunk that people stop paying attention. We know they stop paying attention because the the reactions mm-hmm. basically stop. And it's normally yep. around ad updates or Unity crap or rotation axis. And t- t- who cares? Like, no one cares about that stuff. We don't like reporting on it because then we also have to sort through all that shit to do the in-depth report. No one cares. So we'll see the stuff. We'll say, we'll still report on it, right? Uh, but... You know, and, and the thing that I think about is that back when the Sulfur Road was doing teardowns, I don't think they posted code much at all. They would just they basically did this, is that they would say, oh, there's a bunch of stuff updated, Unity updated this, moving on, and no one cared. Yep. And so it was us trying to do this as a full-time, or sorry, more of a full-time, not full-time thing, sorry. Us dedicating like a group to data mining that we're like, oh, we'll put more effort into it, you know, and that's just not scalable at this point, right? Yeah. And so uh, reducing stuff like that. Uh, digging deepers, they're just going to go away. We've been kind of doing this for a while anyway, where, uh, we delay the in-depth by a day and we just kind of combine the digging deeper in with the in-depth and we just kind of put it out as one, uh, update together. Probably we're just going to do that moving forward. Um, but in-depths might be able to get out quicker relative to how they were before, because, uh, we'll also be reducing the amount of data we're looking at for that, which we'll, uh, mention in a second. Uh, but if you see, if you saw our two five seven update, it'll be that format. So no highlight section, uh, less code overall copied, just like the, the the main things. And then we'll summarize the other items into a section called other items. Uh, if someone has a better name, <laughs> let me know. I couldn't think of anything last night. <laughs> shit, no one cares about. Yeah, shit, no one cares <laughs> about. Yeah. Uh, and so that'll be the stuff that there might be like thousands of lines of code but it's all to describe nothing or it's like you know an example in 257 was mega portraits now have a tall position right like you don't need a bunch of code to say that you don't really care about that you don't really you know like it's okay it's stuff like oh it's cool to know that that was added i don't really care about the specifics uh and of course if people want to ask questions in our discord and all that you know all that stuff you know you know if we know we'll explain like we always do like there's no problem with that but most people don't care give a shit about this stuff so stuff like that um uh yeah so 3d assets uh and the repo will probably be uh we won't be maintaining those we'll probably just upload the raw uh because a the the 3d assets are really difficult to maintain and a real pain in the ass uh it's just a lot of copying files matching files it's it's not fun and so and from feedback the files that we have in there aren't as useful as the raw unity files because you can just get them into unity uh and so uh we'll be uh, Lou, you mentioned about like looking through some of the, the old assets and adding them, but uh, what was your plan for that? Yeah, like all the catalog assets will be very easy just to quickly download all, well, not quickly, but download all of those and add them to the repo. But I think the the other assets will probably just be slowly over time as we get new updates for them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we could just uh, dump all the catalog. The one thing... Uh, I was going to say, discuss, discussing this live is that part of uh, Forklift, which is our uh, one of our main tools to data mine stuff. Uh, there's a thing where it cleans up duplicate assets. So um, we can run that in whatever new folder we add into the Unity bundles. We can run that and it'll clean up anything duplicated. Uh, like, because, yeah. like, if, for example, like what you guys will start to see, and I'll just leave this in because who the fuck cares? Uh, it's it's Pikachu guys... is uploaded as Pikachu PM25, ACDF, blah, blah, blah. And then the next one is 1234. It's just like, oh, fucking. Why? Yeah, it's a it's a disaster. And so we wrote a little tool to help us manage our private repos just to like clean up that and we'll only keep the most recent stuff. So uh, 
it, the diffs will look like a mess um, just because that's the way that things are compiled and and put out. Uh, I don't know if that's an Antic thing. It's probably just a Unity thing because this catalog thing is a Unity thing. Um, but uh, yeah, the diffs will be a mess. But yeah, the yeah, downloading that's not a bad idea. Just dumping that all in um, is a pretty good idea. So. Uh, but yeah, so we're, but we won't be manually maintaining these anymore. Um, so uh, it'll be hopefully easier and stuff like that. Um, graphics will reduce uh, in quality, if you can imagine. Um, there is a uh, uh, focus on get like focus on getting assets out there uh, versus like captioning and positioning them and things like that. Um, but just the, the amount of time it takes to you know align things and prepare things um, will will basically get information out so you guys can can see it and if you have questions about what you're saying you know definitely shoot us a message or ask on twitter and discord and things like that but the idea is that um we are hopefully building a little tool that will uh auto generate graphics for us so we would just give it all the new shit and it would pump out a graphic and we would post that so it would be much faster and easier and we don't have to deal with as much bullshit which will be nice uh text updates they will be more of a text dump uh, and will only highlight things if they're new or noteworthy. Uh, Bree and Willow talk about nothing a lot. And uh, as we were talking about, as Jim was talking about earlier, you just didn't fucking read them anyway. Um, so, but things like new quests, like this, you know, like we try and add flavor and jokes and all this stuff. But like, if there's like 20 new quests, then we don't like need to repeat what they are. You can read what they are. So, you know, you're not losing the actual data. Uh, you know, we're still reporting everything. Uh, that we find, but um, we'll be adding less commentary and things like that unless it's actually interesting. Because, like, especially like community day shit, right? It's the same community day stuff, yep. you know, it's things like that. Uh, there's not really anything new there. Uh, and then the really big change for us, and it won't really affect users that much, uh, is that we, for three and a half years, we've been maintaining all of Niantic's network code, um, which is the thing that drove me over the edge the other day um, because it's obfuscated and it's a mess. And so we need, so the, the, the reason we what, do this. That ne- network code is a mess. I never knew. <laughs> I never knew. It's definitely gotten worse in the last, uh, as devs turn over and you can tell that new devs come in with different styles and don't know where existing things are and add new shit. Um, <laughs> like there's some things that get added that like, this was already in the code. You just needed to add it here. Uh, and maybe there's a reason they added it there and didn't, but like, I know, as a developer that has, has come into new teams and, and has watched other developers come into new teams and they don't know where something is, they just make it new. Uh, so I get why it happens. Just it's annoying that it happens. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this so we, we the, the main reason we do this is because we have to do this to support the Game Master. There's changes in the Game Master that we need to reverse engineer the code so that we basically rewrite their code in... Uh, in our code and so uh, and then we compile that so that we can uh, decompile and decode the game master and, and a few other things it's not just the game master but the game master is the, is the big thing and so um, about 20% of these updates that we do is specific for the game master and then the other 80% we don't actually touch anything with it you know uh, to be honest these are the things that cheaters and modders and all the bad people out there need and do bad things with that's why we don't make any of our stuff public because we don't want to release that stuff um but uh this is the stuff that you need to do to do other bad things with the game and so we keep it private and we maintain it just so that we can report on it that's most of the content from our digging deepers come from 
us redoing the code uh, and figuring out what things are and, and all this stuff. So the big change is we're not going to do that <laughs> because uh, a lot of it's obfuscated. Uh, like the com- the worst thing that I think I've gone through in recent memory is the combat log and the PVP log took things like four hours for each one of those to go through. It's a giant obfuscated cluster. Fo- oh, sorry. It's actually, to be honest, they're pretty well, they refactored it and they fucked up a bunch of things. But when I first went through it, it was pretty well organized and I thought they did a pretty good job with it. Um, and so, uh, but it took like four hours because it's obfuscated. You have it's like literally piecing together a puzzle that you don't know what the final result is, and it's the puzzle is a bunch of lines of code. So, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. It's just it's just it's just not fun because at the end of the day, out of that entire com- for the combat log, for example, four hours. Basically, all people care about at the end of it is they added logging. Like <laughs> they don't care about the specifics of. You know, and if if any of you guys do, like, please let us know. Uh, probably won't change our opinion at this point, to be honest. But uh, majority of you probably don't care about this. Um, and 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 we see in comments, you know, what people talk about, what they care about, and just like they added logging. Cool. That's all I really care about as a user of this game. Uh, and so stuff like that, we will stub it out in our code, uh, so at least we know it exists. But we will not take the time anymore to go through and maintain it and update it, uh, which is a really big departure because now that we've stopped doing that, it's going to be very difficult to near impossible to go back and add this later. Um, so this is why this is a really big decision for us, uh, because because of obfuscation, you really do need to keep up to date with uh, game changes, APKs, remote updates in order to properly de-obfuscate as much as you can. And now that we're stopping this, there's going to be information that just gets lost. And it's unfortunate what it is. That's why Niantic obfuscates their code is for people. Like, it's literally this is, mm-hmm. is it becomes too much of a burden for people to deal with and they give up. Uh, so you win, Niantic. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it only took three and a half uh, years, but it so, worked. Yeah, it only took three and a half years. But it fucking, and, and the first year and a half, if, if it wasn't obfuscated, I wouldn't care that much, to be honest. Like, it's 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 a lot of work still, but it's a lot of work that is interesting and not confusing and doesn't make my head hurt trying to make sense of what the fuck I'm looking at. And yeah. so, uh, and that's actually, so for some history, Bad Coffee, who does Minor Bodies, you guys probably know, um, and he, he's been, he's the one that originally taught me because he was doing this. He, we, we brought him on because he was doing this. And he's, yeah, I can help you guys with this part and stuff. So he taught me how to do it. And when they added obfuscation and he tried an update. And so he was teaching me before this. And so I was starting to help out. And we were kind of doing it together for a while. And then obfuscation started. And he's like, no, not doing this. Like, <laughs> this is the fucking worst. And like, GM, like you, you helped me with one as well. And even you're like, this sucks. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> In, in yeah, that was the one where they refactored the combat log, and I thought I was doing things wrong because <laughs> it was just a mess. And it, it yeah. yeah, I like I didn't know what I was doing. As well, I did, but it turns out it was I was actually doing it right. But I mean, it was just such a mess, and it's like yeah. Yeah, we can't do this. Yeah, going yeah, because yeah, I remember you're like, oh, is this right? Yeah, you're like, is this right? I'm like, no, that's right. It just it just makes no fucking sense what they did, but you did this correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a bad one for you to start on. But yeah, even you're like, yeah, this is this is not fun. This like if this is what we ju- choose to do for fun when we could be doing anything else, this is not yep. it. Um 
So that will stop. We will continue to do what we need to to maintain the game master. We you know we're fairly familiar with the code at this point. We've been doing it long enough that we know what touches the game master and what doesn't touch the game master. Um, and uh, we also we built this a while ago, but we also have tools in place to tell us when Niantic pushes something that we don't support uh, because we miss something because because that happens. Uh, is that because of obfuscation, we miss things because it's hidden and we can't see it and it's and it's buried. And like, we'll get a notification that's like, oh, Niantic pushed something. You don't know what to do with it. You know, fix it. And so that, that happens now. And so it'll, it will rely on that more. Um, and so it doesn't really affect things. It's just, you know, I have to go through and I have to find where it is. And normally I can get that fixed, you know, in, in a matter of minutes and get that updated. So it's that I don't think that'll really affect us too much because that's what we're doing now. But the yeah the, the rest of it is 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 gonna fall by the wayside. Uh, so, it, in closing of this section, an hour and eighteen. Well, the timestamps fucked up because of Discord. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> an hour and something. Uh, we, uh, we aren't going away. Uh, we just need to cut back uh, because doing something we hate because we feel like we have to is not healthy long term, and it just builds resentment. And hopefully, by reducing our time spent and letting. Uh, and preventing this from controlling all of our lives and and just being bitter and salty about having to do this thing we don't want to do anymore uh, by cutting back and yeah, just I, I need on- bitter and salty herbs. I don't need to be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I understood that reference. <laughs> uh, hopefully it allows us to uh, find enjoyment in this again. So that, that that's the goal. The goal isn't to slowly start to cut back and then fuck off and leave. Um, we'll see how things go over the next couple months. And I honestly, personally, I don't, I don't know. It, it could go a few different ways. We could, what I'm hoping for, my goal is that we cut back and we're like, okay, this isn't a huge burden anymore. This isn't a pain in the ass. I don't mind doing this and we can keep going at, you know, that, that pace. Um, it could also be Niantic makes things really bad and get things, things get really worse. Our motivation drops off even more. And we're like, well, we've already cut back. This sucks. So let's just leave. Yeah, I'm going to say the next six months is going to be a big deal for me with how Hoenn Tor and GoFest go. I think that's going to be my final decider on what's going to happen with this game for me personally. And I think GM said similar things yeah. to before, right? Yeah, I've 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 said to you um, before the podcast, like last week or something, that Hoenn Tor probably GoFest, but yeah, like depending on how they handle it, that's probably going to decide, you know, whether I keep playing this game like I have been or not. Because if they screw it up completely, I'm just going to be done. Yeah. And I'm assuming, like me, if you stop playing this game, you will have no desire to do Pokemoners at all, I'm assuming. I mean, the easy stuff. Like, if the the bots ping us with, you know, and I just have to copy mm. and paste into Discord, I'm happy to keep doing that, you know, hanging out with you guys. But, um... Mm, that's fair. Not, not... Yeah, I mean, if you, if you guys leave, then I'm just going to be... On my yeah, own, and I'll come back. It, it, I'll come back in just under two years to report on the new Pokemon that they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. There's definitely this because of uh, the stuff that we set up. There's definitely some stuff that's easy to report. My big fear, and I know this is going to happen because they normally update Unity every March ish, is that and that normally breaks our stuff. I honestly don't know at this point is that, ne- and and most recently, a few months ago, they broke our texts and the translations and it took me just a solid week of rebuilding everything to get it to support. I honestly don't know at this point if they break something, if I will care to fix it. And, uh, and if it'll just be at a point like, okay, doesn't work. Bye-bye. 
Like, it's going to depend on what it is. Because the big issue with this stuff is that something will break. And obviously, none of this stuff is documented. We have no idea. Like, it's just a lot of this stuff is you spend an indefinite amount of time trying to refigure out and reverse engineer it. And maybe you can get it. And maybe you can't. Like, it took us eight months to figure out how to pull assets to start with. Right? Like, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Like straight up. So if it's like, okay, I can put in a few days, I can put in a week and we can get back what we need. Maybe I'll still do that, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see. And I, I just, I don't know at this point, but um, the I'm going to say optimistic. I'm going to hope that Niantic stops fucking this game up, which isn't going to happen, but I'm going to stay optimistic that they're not going to fuck it up. And I'm going to stay optimistic that my motivation to continue doing Pokemoners will get better with the scaling back um it, it's fine if it all goes wrong we've got the pick miners twitter account to <laughs> <laughs> unless elon musk kills it because he announced he's killing any account that doesn't log in or tweet <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the point what will last longer pokemoners or twitter <laughs> <laughs> take your bets now <laughs> <laughs> Um, but on the, on the subject of Owen Tor, uh, I will be in Vegas. I'll have pins uh, this time, so that's exciting. Um, I am I am looking forward to Owen Tor Vegas. To be entirely honest, uh, I was going to go back to Vegas. Uh, I love Vegas because of the shows. Um, I don't do any of the gambling or hookers or drinking. <laughs> I I'm very square that way. But I really love shows, and so um, there was a new show that last time I was there. Uh, there was a new show opening that weekend that I, I wasn't able to go see. That is by a, a director that I, I've been following for a while and I really love his work. Uh, and so I was going to go back to Vegas anyway at some point in 2023 to see that show. Uh, to be honest, when they announced the Hoenn Tours in Vegas, I'm like, well, that's just kind of the excuse that I need to go <laughs> to see the show I wanted to see. Uh, so I'm going to see that show. That's called The Awakening, if, if anyone has heard of it or seen it or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go see that show. And then because it's in the evening during the day, I will be doing Hoenn Tour uh, is the way that <laughs> I... I'm looking at it. So, um, yes, but I will have pins. So I'll wear the Pokemon shirt. Like we'll do a post closer to it, but do the same thing that Lou and I've done in the past. So we're Pokemon shirt and, uh, bug us for pins. Cause, uh, I have a lot of them now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can't have Royal mail losing at this time. So that's a good thing. Y- yes. <laughs> Fucking British mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, don't get me started. Like I'm basically not getting any posts now until Christmas. Oh, really? That's <laughs> just they're striking every other day. Oh, are they? Oh, I didn't know they were. Stri- I was going to ask, are they striking? That sounds like a strike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of bullshit. I mean, I I don't know the details to be fair, but it's it st- sucks that uh, strikes happen right before for whatever reason uh, that that happened before Christmas. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's exactly why they're doing it is because they want people to realize. I mean, that- they've been. They've been doing it for like the last six yeah. months. So. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't new then. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Clearly the strike is effective then if it's been going on for six months and the employers just don't give a shit. Yeah. Like I used to order a lot of like cards from overseas and I'm like, I just can't do that because they might not arrive for four months. Well, I, I don't know yeah, what's going on as such, but um, I haven't gotten that the shirt and stuff that you've posted me. Mm, you well, still haven't gotten that? that. Wow, that that was like six months ago, wasn't it? It was a while. Uh, it was a while ago. One, it got returned because they didn't check the 
customs form correctly. Oh. So we'll have to check into it and see what's happened with it again. Oh, that's crap. I'm sorry, GM. I, I do like the shirt that Lou made. Uh, it's very comfy. Um, Rub it in, why don't you? I'll wear that one. <laughs> you can probably just order your own at this point. <laughs> It'll get there faster. Well, I ordered a second one for myself a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> cool. Well, if there's anything else you guys want to add to that, if not, we can get into our regularly scheduled programming of data mining updates. <laughs> uh, no, I'll just, yeah, I'd, I'd well, reiterate basically what you said. Hopefully by cutting back, we'll be able to keep up our motivation so that when things do break, we can actually... Well, to be fair, you, because you're the one that does most of this stuff. <laughs> um, hopefully that, yeah, you can get enough motivation to to fix the tools when they break and we can keep going. Because generally, I don't mind doing this, but doing it as hardcore as we have been is what's been getting to me and, and I think all of us. Yep, I agree with that. So anyway, I guess on to our fake news quick bites. Whoa, who doesn't love this? Uh, well, we're going to blitz through this anyway. Uh, <laughs> Scarlet and Violet Clothing, uh, we expect this anyway because they've done it for the last few games that have come out. Uh, that's their tie-in because that's the easiest and laziest thing they can do. Um, <laughs> so we had some textures before it came out. Um, and yeah, that was it. We didn't actually get any event. It was just some clothing. Uh, we also had the Indonesian language added. Um, that's using the new beta feature as well in the language select option. And we had the 151 research was added. Didn't know what it was for, but it turns out it's for the launch of native Indonesian. And then GBL season 16, which as you know, all of us here love GBL. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the cups were pushed after the announcement. Um, the moves were pushed on time, uh, which is, you know, nice. They actually get stuff out of the right time. Not very not like often happens anymore. Twenty four hours early, like they did last time, and then yeah, uh, just didn't address it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, this might be our last, um, our last move update, right? Because we need six months before Worlds for the meta to settle. Mm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you can't make world, up. you can't make PvP changes because of Worlds. Yeah, uh, the Stephen clothing was pushed. Um, uh, they were different, which is not what the antics said, but. The Neatics say a lot of things now anyway, so. Uh, and they haven't fixed any of the move changes, as Marty mentioned earlier. So Pyro got Ember, Dustmore got Poltygeist, and uh, none of those have been announced or even mentioned by Neantic. The blog post did originally mention Dustmore getting Poltygeist. It was then changed to Dusklops, and then they both learned it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so clearly the memo was not passed to the proper departments. Yeah. Uh, the schedule is now in the game, which is a nice little feature uh, that pops up on the battle screen. And then also when you go to battle, it'll show you the current cups and then the next set of cups that are coming as well. So it's a nice little quality update to people that do actually do PvP. For sure. Yeah. And um, we also have December Community Day. Um, so Niantic pretended to clarify for people about the 2021 moves being available instead of just admitting that they forgot to add it to the blog. Um, and of course, then I tried to get away without adding it, but um, that's Niantic for you. So, um, <laughs> like, there's nothing really to, else to add to December Community Day because it's all expected, and the texts were pushed after the announcement and everything. Um, Caldeo ticket or Mister Rhyme Two, as Marty likes to to call it. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> that was announced and it's an expensive ticket for not much and by not much we mean a single Pokemon uh, techs were pushed after the announcement um, but the assets have been in the game for a while so we knew about Crabola and Crabominable for a while because those assets were pushed recently um, we've also had the Vivalon assets pushed all of them recently so presumably they'll be coming soon um, as usual there was something that they didn't communicate, which is just standard practice now. So Sacred Sword move for Caldeo. Um, we knew it was just in the regular pool move, the, the TM pool move, um, TM pool. But they tried to pass it off like they were... Um, to, like they, they, they implied that everyone was going to get it, and then they tried to pass it off as, no, we already said that it was going to be a random chance of getting it, and you just have to TM it to get there. So... A plus communication from Niantic there. Uh, we have. I think they said just as a reminder, and it's like you know, yeah. said this before. Yeah, <laughs> just as a reminder for the things that we were thinking, because you should be mind readers. <laughs> but but um, yeah, so that that's that's how Niantic communicate through telepathy. Um, we have a Lavatar photo bomb, so presumably we're looking at a Community Day classic, January, February, who knows? But that's going to be the next one when i think when I think they announced there's a classic in January. oh they did well yeah they haven't announced what it is but i think they did announce mm. that the the date is well it shows how much i've been paying attention i'll double check that yeah it, it seems like we're getting one per season yeah they announced the communities beforehand don't they yeah which is nice i like giving props for props is due uh yeah january 21st is community day classic oh well there you go i missed that announcement is, so there you I go i am glad to sit. what was the date yeah. sorry January 21st. Oh, cool. So they, they scheduled Community Day for another uh, regional event. That seems, you know, about right. Oh, is that... Which one is that? That's Liverpool. Oh! Uh, in the UK. <laughs> so that's the one I'm going to. So I guess I'm going to be doing Lavatar Community Day. <laughs> but they always uh, seem to do that. Yeah, is didn't... it an active choice, do you think? Or is it just... Eh, screw it. I mean, they know that they know the dates. Like, it's not that like they don't know the dates. Yeah. I, I do feel, this isn't in the notes at all, but I do feel like there was such a push on PvP in the last, or like in, in the last couple of years, and I feel like they've just like kind of stopped caring about PvP in the last six months or so. Like move updates are kind of a joke. They're, you know, not every community day has a PvP defining move or, you know, some of them even have PvE good moves. And then they're doing things like this where they're just scheduling things on top of, like, I think they just, don't care as much <laughs> to be entirely honest yeah it's interesting because yeah, it's consistent yeah, I, mean, I also can't believe that they scheduled sorry go ahead. Oh, i was just saying it's it's consistent like it's almost every time there's a regional there's a community day and it seems crazy that that's what they choose to do the toronto yeah the toronto one the mega hoenn raid day like i was on the fence about going as you guys know and i wasn't sure if i was going to go and then i'm like well if i go like, I'm just going to watch people tap on their phone. Like, this isn't fun. Uh, and then they announced the Hoenn Day, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely not going now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just going to go But there's also, that the, there's a regional in Germany and a regional in, where is it, in the US? Uh, Knoxville? Uh, wherever that is in the US, I'm not really sure. But there's a regional in both of those uh, for Go on the Go Tour dates, which is, you know, that's great timing as well. Those people aren't going to be interested in Go Tour. They're playing with uh, more Go. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. Tour. Yeah, I don't. I, it's fucking weird. 
I don't, I don't get it. I mean, and maybe it's just like legitimately because no one gives a fuck about PvP. Like, even though the PvP community is very loud that everyone cares about it, but like, less than five percent of players play <laughs> PvP. <laughs> I mean, it's it's evident by the fact that you know the Liverpool regional. Uh, let me get the ticket information up, but the TCG sold out immediately. Um, uh, the VCG sold out immediately, and Go tickets are still available. Um, there was how I many mean, tickets? Were you there? also look at like Twitch numbers, right? Like P- Go is just like. A- fraction of what tcg is. like no one cares about yeah. goes like it's barely an esport <laughs> it's not it doesn't work half the time it doesn't you can't even play <laughs> matches right now like yeah <laughs> are you competing in it or are you just watching or uh, i'm going for the tcg oh not you're not going for so. oh okay uh, that's what i was gonna ask i was gonna say like i'm surprised you're going for go you're going, I see. Well, good luck. I hope yeah. you uh, lay your trap cards correctly <laughs> and uh, pendulum summon the right Digimon. Did I get the terms sure. right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, okay, nailed, nailed it. it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Well, have fun. Good luck. Uh, if you have pins, you should bring some. Yes, I definitely will. So if anyone is there for Pokemon Go, I will be there as well. Um, but yeah, see, there are 1,000 TCG tickets, 600 VGC tickets, and 256 Pokemon Go tickets. Pokemon Go tickets are still available. The rest of them sold out in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Especially because there's only uh, literally 200 out of the, compared to 1,000. Like, that's not even... Mm-hmm. Wow, that... that, that uh... But Go is so strong. It's such a good... How many... Years? I also want to point out, I already know several people who are going to the TCG event with their spouses... And they'd pay for their spouse to enter Pokemon Go just to get the loot because it's worth more than the entry fee. Uh, so those numbers are all, so they're not competing; they're just. But isn't they're going to uh, go and they're going to go get their stuff for dropping round one? Wow! <laughs> is there a um? There's a spectator pass. I'm assuming that right. Uh there is a spectator pass. Is free though. Ah, uh, okay. And so, what do you get with the? This is not what this podcast is for, but I don't, <laughs> the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> What's the? <laughs> What's the? What do you get for the? Uh, what What are they getting uh, that they're paying for that they don't get with the spectator pass? Uh, like you get uh, a play mat, you get a promo oh, okay. card, and a couple other little bits. So oh, okay, that's, so the, yeah, that's kind of cute then. That's that's fun. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah they, they always they they're always worth more than the entry fee. So people are just like, oh, you'll go and you're not taking part in anything. Here, I'll pay for you to play to play and go, and you can just give me the stuff. Mm, that's cool. Well, then inflated bullshit numbers. Uh, yeah, like the and, they still actually, didn't, and they still hasn't sold out even with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe legitimately this is why Niantic is, at least in my opinion, coming back on PvP because they realize that no one gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry. That was this is our fake news quick bite, yeah. which we're not supposed to have discussion in. So yeah, we got a bit sidetracked <laughs> there. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's fine. I'm, hopefully, people like these seg- segments because uh, <laughs> you know, th- th- this is the funner parts for us anyway. <laughs> And just to wrap uh, up the what, fake Mega news, Raid Day, that was the next thing. Yeah, the, yeah. we've got the um, yeah. Mega Raid Day. So we knew about these Megas a few weeks ago because, again, assets were pushed and everything. Um, <laughs> the ticket was a very obvious attempt at trying to boost their profits before the end of the year. I, d- I don't know about Lou. I know Marty disappointed me by buying the ticket. I did not. Sorry. I trusted you, man. I trusted well, you. I bought the ticket, but it cost, like, you know, a pound. So I was like, That's okay. a pound too much. And I... 
I, I knew I was going to go out and do a few raids just to get out for a walk that day. So I was just like, you know what, I'll do the first hour, use my free passes, and then call it a day. And I and like I said, that that day in the Hoenn Tour, the two events that I am excited for, I do like raid days. Um, I prefer them when I can solo them because they're easier, and I can solo all of these. Uh, so I because I didn't have to wait on people and coordinate like. I, I like people, but I also just yeah. like playing the game on my own because I can go at my own pace and not wait for people, to be entirely honest. Yeah. Um, and uh, I could solo these, so I, I, you know, I did meet up with a group, so like I was doing remotes while they were, you know, uh, waiting for people, and then I would join in with them, and then I would they when they were done uh, with their free passes, uh, then I would go off and I would do more. And to as I got my money's worth out of the ticket because the. Uh, I got the free raid passes or whatever, and I just sold a bunch of things, and it was uh, I enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I haven't played since. <laughs> I, I enjoy raid day because we get a community together and we all do a walking group together, which I've always quite liked. But the people doing that, the numbers are dwindling on that as well. Mm. Like we used to split up into back in the day where you got bonuses for the team that did the most damage. We split up into different the different teams and we'd have easily 30 people in each team now i think the last one we had 10 people total that's a lot of people i was just we used to split up and but like that was us like having like four people in a lobby <laughs> so like those numbers are still crazy to to me but uh yeah oh well um and then i guess kind of going into our fake news section uh they announced the season of mythical wishes um we knew about this two weeks before the announcement because they pushed the text, which I don't understand why they pushed these texts because the texts were specifically GBL season eight mythical wishes, <laughs> which is not season eight. So I don't know why they ever pushed this other than to like maybe leak it. I, I'm very confused why this existed in the game because uh, it was never updated. I don't think it was just not used. And I, I think they pushed another thing that said season nine mythical wishes at one point, but it was weird. So anyway, uh, so we knew about that. Uh, we knew about the stickers, the winner stickers before the announcement. And there was a leak about Jirachi being featured in this. That's not from us, but it did line up with the Mystical Wishes. So we kind of, it was kind of obvious what this season was about. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, the choice timed research, if you can do like Stardust, Egg, or XP, I think the, the options are, uh, that was pushed after. Um, I'm sure it says in the blog post when it goes live, but I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, hmm. But uh, Is it yeah, part the, of the Christmas event? uh maybe um there was oh, i didn't link i didn't add the pokemon go live blog post in in this because that would have been smart um i don't remember <laughs> I, th I think they said it would happen multiple times but when it yeah. pops up we'll report on it and we'll know um the ultra beast arrival event and the astral eclipse event um it's just we talked about this already, so I'll kind of, kind of blast through this, but like horrible marketing campaign uh, that's been sitting in the game for six months, horribly executed live events, super awkward live stream, no shiny, no special moves, just the exact same thing we've had for six months now. Uh, no difference, no reason to make a big hoopla, uh, a pun unintended, uh, <laughs> that we've had for six months. So there's, there's no reason for, for any of this. Uh, there was unannounced um, bits uh, in the text, things like the badges and the Naligo collection challenge that they didn't announce that we found and reported on before they went live and they came true. Yay. Um, there are new quests. I think I get, I didn't see any of these when I was actually, I didn't go out for this. So maybe I, I don't know. There were new questions about like spinning ultra wormhole gyms 
Um, I'm assuming they were for in person. There's like catch a Pokemon that's weak to Buzzworld and things like that. Yeah, they were for the in person events. Okay, uh, that's what I assume too. So cool. Uh, and then, yeah, they uh, completely faked the referral challenge. <laughs> <laughs> they so we we figured out fairly quickly what the API endpoint was that was updating the the what's it called the progress bar for the referral challenge to get a hundred thousand uh new trainers and was it a hundred thousand or ten thousand hundred thousand right a hundred thousand cool uh and so we figured what that was and so we just built a really quick bot we just already added it to our current bot uh to, to check that and then report on it so it was updated uh it was very weird it was updated when it did update it was updated every hour but the minute would shift so like it was like every hour on the on 11th minute it would update and then after like a few hours it would shift to like two like there was some drift going on whatever mm-hmm. was whatever cron job was scheduling that it was weird uh but it was it was going up like fairly unpredictably i guess like it was it, it felt legitimate for the first few days it felt like this is just or it was a manual thing uh they were just updating it and they weren't getting that much and all this stuff right so at, originally it was going up at a rate that um, I think Leapduck calculated that it would be at like 70% by the time the challenge was over. So we weren't going to hit it. Uh, we would hit the 50%. You get the fucking lore. Like, what is this? What a joke of a challenge. Uh, so it was, it was, you, you would get that one, but the, the final challenge would be 70%. Um, then overnight, I missed this, but GM reported on it uh, overnight, or I guess midday for GM, it jumped to 100% uh, and then to 99%, and it hovered around 99% at different percentages for a while. Then it jumped to like 70 something, and then it went back to what it was before. And then since then, it started going up about, about 1% every hour. There were some minor fluctuations that were obviously added to like make it less obvious <laughs> it was on a timer, but it was like consistently every hour up a percent upper percent upper percent and so we figured out not very hard that it was going to hit 100 percent an hour before the ultra beasts started spawning on spoofer island we're like well that's not rigged <laughs> and then <laughs> it started to go up two percent an hour and and it was like consistently again with a slight variation like 2.1 percent 2.4 percent or not even i don't even think it was that high it was like smaller than that um and it would basically what happened uh, we calculated it out and we figured out that it went it hit 100% an hour before the London event started, which actually started before the Spoofer Island mm. spawns. Um, so fairly obvious it was faked. Mm. Uh, if no other reason, then it jumped to 100% and then 99% and 70%, which shows that they were just manually overriding it at some point. Um, maybe there was a fuck up in the calculation, maybe. You know, that there is possible, but it is very suspicious that it jumped so high and then it consistently went up on a timed, you know, you know, and, and there is a chance this was not faked. Uh, I don't believe mm-hmm. that. What do you guys think? No, I don't believe it uh, either. I okay. think it was almost, so, I think from the, I, the beginning, I believe it was real numbers. Yeah, um, I think it was real yeah, numbers in the was, beginning. There was very clearly a point at which point it switched to it's going up every 60 minutes by that amount. And then when they were like, oh shit, we forgot about London, they increased the speed yeah. again. And I and I think they weren't expecting anyone to track this, uh, and, I, and I think that's why it was going up. Really, I think they in, they probably like they've done with previous events where it goes up legitimately and then they just force it to a hundred at the end of it, right? Like we've seen them mm. do that before, uh, but and but because someone was tracking it as closely as we were, 
Uh, they're like, we can't just do that because it's going to be very obvious. Uh, so that's what I think they came up with. And that's probably, they probably implemented that so that when it jumped to 100, my theory is they implemented this timer uh, to just, the script just to like update that that endpoint. And they pro- that's when they implemented it and it fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that's why we saw what we did because it was after that point it started going up every 1%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> the the issue is as well is they pick something where if they if we fail they look bad because it then says oh the community couldn't get new players into <laughs> your game that's not going to yep. look good for investors yeah, ex- exactly and the other thing too to keep in mind is that ultra ball it's not just a toggle you turn on and off ultra balls it's not a ball that you get you actually get a separate you mean beast balls so I, I could yeah thank you I keep calling them ultra balls. Uh, um, which is wrong. Uh, Beast balls. It's an actually it's a separate encounter in the uh, in in the game. So just like you know when you encounter Mew, it's a different encounter than like a normal encounter. The Beast Ball encounter is a different encounter, and so those when they're preparing these events need to be prepared with those encounters. Otherwise, so when they were preparing the rest of it, and they could have swapped it out last minute, but I highly doubt that with how last minute and how erratic they are. Uh, and how, with all this stuff, I highly doubt they would have swapped out all the encounters within the last hour before the event went live. Mm. Um, it, it's possible, sure, but I, I they they pre I'm almost positive they preset the uh, the beast ball encounters for the London event and then the rest of them because yeah. they were oh, we're just gonna fake it. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, they for the codes they they did the same slimy thing they did for worlds where they boosted their twitch numbers by having the code in the in the stream and so the code was just filled with chat or code 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 uh no one gave a shit about the actual twitch stream uh our discord was enjoying it uh they were making fun of it a lot (laughs) during it yeah i guess you guys weren't awake during it i was watching it for like 30 minutes i'm like this is the worst uh, and so I muted it and did something else. And then I just looked back every once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a buzz world, like smeared across a few bricks. <laughs> uh, so it was I, I literally claimed the code and I was there. I didn't watch the live stream once. I was just like, it's going to be garbage. It's just no point. It was, it was pretty fucking bad. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it, it, it was actually let, it was more cringe than Hanky getting booed off the stage at GoFest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like as bad as that video was, uh this was worse this was somehow worse yeah that it's sad uh and then the astral eclipse event uh my opinion you guys can comment was just a joke i didn't pay it i mean i was also like very pissed off with the game at that point because the marketing campaign so i wasn't really paying attention but like it was just a joke it was just you evolve cosmog exactly like we expected from the very beginning of the season the spawns were a joke there wasn't anything to do in the event quest sucked there's no new shiny there's no new mod it was just like okay evolve it and done uh yeah i barely pay attention to this event outside of the i think i did the research and i think that's all i played for that week uh yeah i think the same i don't think i really played a whole lot um i completely forgot that event existed until just now (laughs) yeah when you read that i was like what was that event i had to come to think and see what it was To be honest, when I was preparing the notes, I actually I almost skipped it because I was just thinking ultra beast bullshit. I'm like, all right, there was an actual event, like aside from the bullshit marketing campaign. And then I was looking through it, I'm like, oh yeah, I none of this was fun or mattered or cared. Yeah, it, ugh, it was. Oh, also, I just realized they never updated the the blog. Still says collection challenges are coming soon. 
<laughs> it's like, did you did you see uh, when they tweeted about Elite Raids and they linked to an article that said, don't worry, Elite Rage will be returning again during the season of light? No, I guess I think the reason why didn't they? Yeah, like shit like that. They just have zero quality control. And I just they do oh. not care. Look, reading, like, reading this blog post just reminded me um, because I saw about evolving. I can't believe as well that for Ursa Luna, it's still a manual thing they have to activate in the GM because there's no automatic way for the game to detect when a full moon is. Uh, well, uh, you might not have seen yet, but Spoiler they, they did fix that in 257. Which they have, they, they've yeah. added it in the latest update, but yeah. it's not actually live yet, is it? No, They just had to physically activate that in the GM and then physically turn it off again. Yeah, it was a manual thing. And also, it was fucking hilarious, like, watching, like, the NDA crew report literally 16 hours after it went live. You could now evolve it. It's like, because that was when the full moon was. But they activated it a day before and a day, and they turned it off a day after. But the NDA crew, I guess, just like, oh, it's a full moon, so you can evolve. Like, and that's all they checked. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> this is almost 24 hours late. <laughs> so, so funny. Anyway, um... Hoentora, yeah, I was going to say, I let GM, uh, <laughs> I put GM for this section because uh, he has he has thoughts and he did the main text update for this. Well, that sounds fair. So, um, yeah, we we had the <laughs> um, Hoentor text pushed um, and they have announced some details and we've already gone over some of it. But yeah, so it, the global tour appears to be nerfed, you know, with the the shiny, no shiny boost for in-person, possibly not able to complete the Hoenn decks, although I would really... I mean, if I did that, I would just... that that That's, like I said, the point where I'd be done. I would just put shut the app down and put the phone down and, like, nope out of it. Just, like, no. Nah. But, um... And for those that don't know, their wording is... Uh, it For the Vegas... And it could be bad wording, but their wording right now is for the Vegas thing. It says, complete your Pokedex... Uh, complete your Hoenn Pokedex, and then the global one it says catch most of the Hoenn Pokedex or whatever it was. Like it specifically said mm. catch most versus complete. Mm. So that's why people are saying uh, you might. And so my my theory is Calcleon, uh, which we'll get into in a second because that's obviously coming. Um, it's going to be Vegas only is my theory, but we'll see. Yeah, we might be yeah. Wrong on that. which would piss off the entire player base but that sounds like something the anti would do so probably will <laughs> yeah that that yeah, is we'll the point i mean i know kecleon is a nothing pokemon but the whole point of these go tours is to complete your pokedex and if that's a vegas only thing that is where like you know we riot and we just go no because <laughs> because that would just be so crazy and just a slap in the face to everybody i mean just oh i don't even want to think yeah, about it, would, it, to it, would, it would <laughs> we'll see if it, we'll see if it comes true. Mm. We've been obviously wrong. We, we I mean, oh yeah, I was going to mention this before. Just some things we were wrong about. We thought Pavilion uh, was going to come out with the Scarlet and Violet uh, event or something, and that obviously didn't happen. So I will admit I was wrong on that prediction. So yeah. hopefully I'm wrong on this calculated yeah. prediction. Well. But we should have been right, and the antic are just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that every time we get something wrong, we should have been right. They're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but we should have been like Pavilion is in that game. It was a perfect time to launch it. It seems like it's ready to just go and it's just like, nah. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, especially when we get into two five five, like a bunch of things were added that mm. looks like it should be good to go. Like yeah. this is going to be like the new root maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing too yeah. with this, you know, catch most. Now, I can't remember Gen three properly. There were baby Pokemon in there, weren't there? 
Oh, um, maybe, yeah, maybe it's like the most is referring to like, um, what? Sorry, <laughs> what are you typing with? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay, when we get to it, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Lou is live updating the notes <laughs> and I'm just laughing my ass off. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point. There might be, um, uh, uh, hatching, so that's why they're like you're catching most because you're not catching all of them. Mm. Uh, I will search our trusty Bulbapedia, I mean Cerebi, uh for baby Pokemon if you want to keep going. From memory like I think there's like possibly why not might be in there, unless that's Gen 4 but... Um... Uh, Azrael is there. Ah, yeah. Because I know with like the Johto tour they said basically similar like you know catch most because you didn't actually catch the babies. Um, like you didn't have to, like you could hatch the eggs and they were in there, but you didn't have to for the, like for the research and things like that. So I'm just, I mean, there's some reason they could they couldn't put babies in raids or oh, quest rewards. They could, but whether I mean maybe I'm just I'm just trying to look on the you know hopeful side and maybe that's where the text difference comes from. Maybe you'll get babies in field research mm-hmm. for something, for example, in in Vegas and not in global, and that's the difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I can see that, but I also think it's weird. Unless they're just bad, which we know they're bad at this stuff. Uh, they're bad at the copy edit, and specifically saying complete versus most is just weird wording. It, it is very weird. I'm just, like, just hope, be... hoping like crazy that it's it's not going to be as bad as it maybe we're interpreting it. But um, that's one of those things I, I really think... If only Niantic had... Go on. What is it? I was going to say, if only Niantic had a Twitter account that they could use to clarify things like this. Yeah, I'm just really hoping they will clarify at some point and hopefully on the sooner side rather than, you know, the day before or the you day know, after. You know who else would be really good at clarifying stuff? A community manager. Is the key, the key, yeah, the community mm-hmm. manager. They just hired a new one, too. <laughs> Twice the people, zero times the announcements. Yeah, zero, zero the no, it's yeah. still twice the amount, but you know, two times <laughs> zero is still zero. And actually, speaking of community managers, it was I had this in the notes somewhere, but one of the things I don't know where the fuck it is, uh, but I'm just gonna say it now is, um, in terms of like backing up like why they don't ha- have any quality control for this game, is that uh, they took the game down for 40 minutes while Niantic was all at a Christmas party. And we know they were at a Christmas party because Kelsey tweeted about being at a Niantic Christmas party while the game was down mm-hmm. because they tried to push the size updates and broke the game. Like the size tried to be launched and then the game just was unlaunchable for 40 minutes and Niantic said nothing. The only thing that came out of any of the Niantic employees was Kelsey tweeting about their Christmas party. <laughs> And an Amazon box, I think, was the other thing they posted. So, like, whatever, you're probably not... You're Like, Kelsey obviously wasn't the person that took the game down, but maybe it's not a good luck that clearly Niantic isn't communicating with each other to the point that, hey, community manager, by the way, the game is down. Uh, Mm. Just so you know. Or like, hey, people drunk at the Christmas party. Hey, just so you know, the game is down. Like, nothing. Like, and then they eventually fixed it and not a single peep about like like and like we were saying in the last thing like you know like render who posts like all these updates about all these you know that when things go down and just like you know if they if they blip for like two minutes they're like yep we're you know we, we we had an outage for this launch time we fixed it or you know whatever like they were down for 40 minutes <laughs> and in their day that no one globally could log in and they said nothing 
Well, it's, it's, yeah, like, I can't imagine a single other game company would just ignore forty minutes of downtime. I, mean, I yeah, I just I and to be honest, it's forty minutes based on our based on our bot times. It's probably a little bit longer, probably like forty five minutes by the time our bots like figured out like, hey, like we can't get in, um, <laughs> like. Like so, because I remember, like, it, things started the sh- like our stuff started the shit shut down. I'm like, oh, my first thought was like, oh, are we having login issues again? I don't want to fucking deal with this. And then I'm like, wait, my main can't get like my actual account can't get in. And like, and then I asked you guys, like, yeah, we can't get in either. And then like people started reporting, like, oh, yeah, because we were sake. looking in to try and check the size up to see what changed in the game, and we're like, oh. <laughs> We yeah. just can't get in. Yeah, because we, yeah, we saw the size updates and then we saw things shut down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we saw the size updates and then we saw things shut down. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I, I honestly cannot understand. Um, okay, you're probably short staffed because you're all at a Christmas party. I get it. You're having time off. All that stuff is fine. But you're a 20, but hey, there's two things. Hey, you're a 24 7 global company. You need to be having people on the clock, you know, at all times. And someone pushed the updates. Like, yeah, it wasn't a scheduled update. It was at some random time. Someone pushed the update. So that person needs to get in. And maybe to be fair, they tried to like message marketing, be like, hey, I just broke the game. You might want to say something, you know, so like we don't we don't know the full story, but like it was a manual update. And so maybe don't push manual updates <laughs> when your marketing team is at a Christmas party. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. I mean, it's not like they have millions like, of players. So I'm sure nobody noticed. It was just us. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that, like, it, uh, I, I, yeah, like, exactly what you said, Lou. If another game went down for 40 minutes, I cannot fathom, like, them just ignoring it and be like, sucks to be you. Yeah. <sighs> don't anyway, have to happen. It's all fine. It's all, yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, nothing, nothing happened. Just keep, keep buying those crappy boxes. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. That was nothing. I don't know. It's somewhere in the notes. But anyway, sorry. Keep going. I apologize for derailing us again. That's okay. So um, anyway, back to the text for Hoenntal. We got spooky scramble and energy boost texts. Um, I'm not sure what they're for at the moment, but we'll, I'm sure we'll learn eventually. Uh, the four habitats. We always there's always four habitats: blistering sands, eerie mists, verdant earth. <coughs> Excuse me, verdant earth and ancient shores. This time, um, we know the name of the masterwork research is wish granted. And there are primal surges, so winning raids, catching Pokemon, hatching eggs, pairing up Pokemon, and walking with your buddy, they're all going to be involved with these primal surges, um, which obviously primal Kyogre and primal Groudon have already been announced. Um, we've got special research. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, was it... I don't remember. I couldn't remember. I couldn't find it in the text when I was looking earlier. There was something that you do these primal surges to get them to spawn. I remember reading something about that. Like I'm not sure if it's spawn or spawn compl- extra. Uh, maybe it was spawn extra. Okay. It, it, it kind of sounded like like a outbreak kind of thing. Um, it's probably worth just interjecting here and just saying for people that don't know or forgotten as well, the primals at the moment still work exactly like Megas. Um, I think we'll get into a little bit in the... Was it in the AP updates as well? Is there something about them in there? Yeah, they, um, they added... Uh, when you catch um, a Pokemon in the log, it specifically shows if the Pokemon was a Mega or not. Um, and Megas are primals in the code. They're the exact same thing. So um, yeah. it's probably to show that, like, if you catch this thing, it does. that would suggest that you would catch it as a primal, um, which we don't know for sure yet. But it at least in the log, if you catch catch it, it'll at least show that it's primal Groudon or primal or... Well, sorry, we don't know if it's specifically for this. If we're assuming... 
this update is for the primals. It would show in the log that you caught a primal Crowdon or Crowd primal uh, Kyogre. Uh, it doesn't guarantee that's what you get when in your space, but that's what the log would mm. show. So it would be weird to show that and then not have it, in my opinion, but we'll have to see. Well, I mean, e even in the main games, the primals are basically mega. So I, to be honest, I'd be surprised if you caught and kept um, you know, a primal. So I... I I think yeah I just like to keep it permanent I think it always makes yeah like I think I don't what I would when I, I thought this is how it should have worked when it started is that when you catch a mega it stays a mega but it just starts a mega at that time yep. right and then it goes down from eight minutes right and so and then once you catch another one it goes down as well you know what I mean yeah. like you can, you still only have one at a time and when you catch it you can like maybe get the, if you already have something mega you get an option like do you want to keep this one mega or do you want to you know what I mean yep uh, like you should, it's weird that like you defeat it because it's not like when you're, if you're using a mega and it dies, it's not like it reverts to its non-mega form. Like it should still stay as a mega. So you can still use it as a mega for eight hours if you want. But I'm, I'm guessing based on nothing, that's how this would work, but I have nothing to back that yeah. up. And um, I'm just looking at the texts act themselves and that if there's more primal Groudon or more primal Kyogre rage will be appearing for the next hour as a result of the primal surge. So to me, it says that mm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. extras rather than appearing at all. Cool. So. And I assume these are basically just rehashes of um, uh, what are the hourly challenges called during GoFest and stuff. Just like the bon yeah, the bonus challenges or whatever. Yeah, I assume it's just a rehash of that with a slightly renamed to make it more themed. Yeah, that's like. what it would suggest. Yeah. That's what I'd expect. Um, Makes sense. But we also have special research for Chasing Legends and an Uneasy Alliance. And I think the Uneasy Alliance one was already announced. For, like, not the title, but that there was going to be special research yeah, with Team Rocket in Vegas. Yes. Yeah, we're teaming up with Team yeah. Rocket. So a lot uh, of people we assume that... to take down Team Magma and Aqua. Nothing to support that just yet, but that is the leading... The no, but... That based on Hoenn and the story and the lore, that's what we expect. But yeah, there's nothing yeah. actually data mined yet to suggest it. I'm sure we'll see Rocket C in the code and <laughs> try and hide it from us to be all clever and it's going to be exactly obvious what it is. Yeah. No, it will be called Sierra A and Sierra B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, we also had a countdown like um, in the texts to Hoenn Tor, but they don't know what variables are, so there's literally like seven different texts, <laughs> seven days to Hoenn Tor, six days to Hoenn Tor. Um, Even though they've literally used these hundreds of times before. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. They've literally done this before. Like, why could... Like, I, I would hope that there was a reason that whatever is being inserted into this couldn't load a variable. But, like... <laughs> Why? So like, if if you go into the day today view right now, you can see one. It thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, know, I, know, it was, I think we all laughed when we saw that. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone let the intern do the text. <laughs> oh, it's so bad, but that's what it is. Um, there's Latios and Latias photo. Safari timed research and Reggie Hunt timed research. So um, the Latias Latios both has like text for Vegas and global. Uh, Reggie Hunt just says Reggie Hunt. So clearly we're going to be hunting the Reggie trio, which I don't know about you guys, but I'm actually sick of the Reggies. You, but anyway, 
the Toan voyage. Oh, the are the worst. I feel, like, I feel like they're going to be like uh, fucking uh, dogs uh, in the last go tour and just be very rare spawns with very low catch yep. rates. It could be. I mean, that's not how they worked in the main series games, right? But like, no, it's not. But it feels like an anti thing to yeah. do, right? Yeah. I mean, what I am expecting from these, I bet it's like time to research with like probably like catch like 10 rock Pokemon and then you get like a Regirock mm. from the reason. Like, mm. I feel like you maybe get one of each and that's what this research gives you, I think. Yeah. But we'll have to see. But they haven't announced, like, that's the weird thing. They haven't even announced the Regis. They're, we know they're not in raids. Um, and I'm just double checking the website. There's like no mention of the Regis anywhere. So Was, was Gigas Gen 4 as well? That was Gen 4. Yeah. So Gigas is not. Yes. Yeah. Gen 4, the gen of Game Freak running out of ideas. <laughs> uh and then yeah we then had the uh size updates uh so basically exactly what we thought they were going to be uh we've been reporting on them for a few months now um as marty mentioned earlier this is what broke the game and took it down for 45 40 Mm. 45 minutes i was ahead of the time i thought we passed it but yeah we yeah no yeah they're ahead of it um they added the badges and the pokedex stuff at the same time, they switched on the Pokedex search, um, which is actually you know kind of a nice feature. Um, it does make life a bit easier. Um, it's a little bit broken yeah. now, from what I saw, right? Yeah, it doesn't like clear stuff out between searches, even when you ask it to clear a lot of the time. And doesn't is the what types... I've seen a few times? There was that, and then the types only count the first Pokemon type I saw, or something. So like, oh, do they? Yeah, let me think. Like, what's an example? Like Venusaur is grass poison right so let me just test this now uh poison okay it shows up okay may- maybe not I-, I saw that report but um grass I yeah i just searched ghosts and i've got stuff like i've got situi coming up which is grass ghosts and stuff so okay so then i maybe i know that it was like super bu- like i had to reboot a few times for it to work like i would yeah it, i, I would... had the issue of like i'd clear out the word ghost and then search poison and it would just bring up ghost poison types and like no, that's not what i asked you to do yeah, so I think that might be what it was. What was causing it? Mm, okay, it's definitely okay. a bit buggy, but I'm sure it will get updated, and hopefully, it will. It will be decent. Um, it and annoys I, I me will... that I have one Pokemon I haven't caught yet, but whatever. What, what Pokemon is it? Uh, what's the Hawaiian one? Comfy. Yeah. Uh, Lola, or sorry, uh, yeah, Comfy. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. four that I don't. I, and I will say, like, again, giving kudos. It's not all fucking negative here the pokedex and the pokemon management in this game are by far in my opinion the best management out of any pokemon title like the pokedex updates the inventory the the search even though the search is a little wonky at times like just like whenever i have to search things at home i want to blow my brains out (laughs) (laughs) like like niantic has done a very good job at making like pokemon management fairly nice uh and easy in their game so i I will give them a shout out to that they've done a good job there and and the pokedex update helps that even more Mm -hmm. um and then yeah we worked out that um at some point when this was turned on to activate it started tracking uh we're not quite sure when that was um but anything in your current inventory was also counted towards it and then everything you've bought since that point as well uh if you don't have it unlocked you need uh you need to have had free catches of that pokemon since the feature went live or have free new inventory since the feature went live for it to be activated it was broken up by um, size and weight which was weird like there's two settings which like why would you ever have like why would you ever catch 
a Pokemon without a weight or something, but with a yeah. size or size and height, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Weird. Although, how does that work for? I don't know. I already deleted it now, so I don't know. But Cosmog doesn't that weigh the maximum weight, so it's always going to be nine 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 nine. Oh, does it? I... So maybe that maybe that might break that feature. So that's interesting. If we go to the Pokedex for that little dude, uh, yeah, I don't have the size thing. Um, yeah, nine 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 nine. Yeah, Cosmo and yeah, and the size thing doesn't. Well, yeah, I'm I've, I'm now searching Cosmo and it's not coming up because it kept the search from the last time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Cosmium. Sorry, is the one that weighs yeah nine 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 dot nine. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe someone can get free Cosmium somehow and let us know how that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, that's about it for that, really. Um, it's a, you know, a, a weird little feature. I don't really get it, but whatever, it's there. Um, and then this wasn't in the notes, and I just had it in. For some reason, the Antic were like, Christmas Eve, no one does anything then. Let's schedule a raid day of a brand new Pokemon on Christmas mm. Eve. With a new shiny. <laughs> Yeah. And, and they like, still haven't actually announced I don't remember it was announced on the blog did they and then they pulled that post it's on, fucked up. Yeah, it's, Has, it's on the graphic, isn't it, which is where people know it from. But is the graphic was that reposted officially? Uh I don't know. That's the thing I'm not sure. I I feel like it was, but I remember it was it was, it was on the graphic and then pulled uh either way we know it's coming. Let's like, Yes. There's no blog post for it. Like, but... I, can't, I can't believe, like, okay, schedule a, they schedule events, they schedule an event as well for Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, and that's it. There's only two days it runs as well. We don't know much about that yet. But it's just like, come on, really? You're going to you're gonna schedule a raid day for Christmas Eve? Yeah, so they, so I'm going through their Twitter, uh, and it's just nosebleed of Ultra Beast stuff. They, they never posted that graphic again. Um, yeah, they so, did. Yeah. Do you, where do you see it? Uh, December, oh, December really content. Uh, I just found yeah, yeah. December content. Okay, I I'm blind apparently. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I I'm blind. Um, sorry, you, maybe yeah, you got the Winter Wonderland event, which is Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. Yeah, they had one of them last year too. Though, That's didn't probably they? when we'll see them on Christmas uh, Eve. I think so. Yeah, I, I thought they had. I a think it might be Christmas Day. Oh, maybe they had. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that at Christmas Day event, but it was like stupid easy. It was basically like catch. A Pokemon and get like a star piece. Like it was, yeah. It was like very. I remember because I was with fam. Like obviously at Christmas I was with family and I remember like oh I can't play this and then it launched and I'm like oh this is nothing and I did it in like two minutes. Hmm. Yeah, but, if, but yeah, a having full a full raid, raid day, day on Christmas Eve is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fucking bullshit. It's fine. I'm gonna hopefully just have GM send me some raids and get one before I even <laughs> go to sleep that evening. That's that's my plan too. Is uh, <laughs> actually well, I, I don't. I actually I'm with family before that that entire weekend, so I don't know when I'll be able to. Yeah, I might just. I don't know. We'll have to see. I might just have to skip it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's annoying. But on to our data mining quick bikes because our previous quick bikes were so quick. We're only over mm-hmm. two hours in. Oops. <laughs> um. Santa clothing and New Year clothing that has not been announced yet was pushed. Uh, comes with a beard, hat, PJ suit, and slippers. Uh, we got a New Year's hat and uh, two new poses: uh, gifting and celebration. 
Yeah, and we have quest branches um, that were pushed for Cacnea, Gulpin, and Surskit, and it's still unclear what these are actually for, so we'll find out at some point, or we won't, and it'll just be dead code. And Megas Elements was pushed <laughs> as well, so that will be coming at some point. Well, based on... Because it was in the season thing, wasn't it? It was like the next one after Glalie is a dragon type, so we're assuming that's going to be yeah. Salamance. Oh, the did they say that? I, I missed that. Yeah, it was a, it was like hidden away on the season page. Mm, okay, so it's probably that. So, And then, funnily enough, around... Oh, uh, yeah, so we've got Mega Glalie next, and it's a dragon uh, one. Then it's a psychic one. And then apparently I can't scroll on this, so I have to expand it. Um, and then... Oh! That used to say water and ground, and now it says Primal Kurgur and Primal Groudon. And it even they... says Mega Evolution. <laughs> Fucking... I know when that they did that get updated? They, I know that they... It was a few days ago that they removed... There was two Psychic Megas or some shit that they removed. And I remember... I, I didn't pay too much. This one, you can t- I remember when, when like Pokemon Go Radio stopped doing their podcast and they're like, yeah, we just don't pay attention and care anymore. So we probably shouldn't be doing a podcast on it. And I'm having that <laughs> vibe right now. Like we're just like, we don't fucking care. Right. We're not, like, like uh, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this and we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah okay. they basically, they basically in an update to that page now confirm that Promo Kogra and Promo Gradon work as Necrovolution. So, uh, sure. Well, that's useful. That's useful. Yeah, ta-da! <laughs> okay. Uh, and then uh, we got two uh, teardowns, uh, two APKs since the last time we chatted. Uh, so we'll go through that. A lot of it, to us, we've kind of covered in different parts, so this will be kind of fast. Uh, 255, uh, as we mentioned, lots of pavilion assets were added, tutorials, icons, uh, this, like, little card animated thing that opens that, like, probably when you, like, uh, get a stamp or, or like when you pin up postcards like you got this region or whatever um, added badges for it uh, they had login trees when you uh, pin a postcard and earn stuff uh, player stats for how many butterfly collector stats you've gotten from the regions and things like that all sorts of fun Vivian updates so it'll hopefully be here in 2070 hmm. uh, unity version uh, swapped back and forth quite a few times um doesn't matter what they are. No one cares. But they clearly didn't know what they were doing, and they just kept trying different Unity versions uh, until eventually it stopped breaking. Uh, so that's good. I, I, I haven't had a raid crash on me since the Altered thing, and that was on the older Unity version, so hopefully uh, it's better now. Uh, Pokemon dropped items. There's a new widget that shows when a Pokemon, uh, after the encounter, it drops an item, and you get a little counter, and it says, this is what they dropped, and this is how many you got. Uh, so in the main series game, it, like you obviously get all sorts of different items and things like that. Uh, for different Pokemon can hold different things. My theory is this is probably for Gimme Ghoul. It drops a coin when you catch it, um, but we'll have to see. Uh, it would be cool if they added like full dropped items, like if you catch a Pokemon and it has a chance to like drop a revive and things like that. Um, be kind of cool, but we'll have to see what that is. Um, as Lou mentioned, uh, Indonesian was added and also uh, Hindi was added. Uh, they were both live temporarily, and then they were both pulled, and then Indonesian was added back. Uh, and actually, someone on our um, GitHub today was talking about how I think Hindi and another language I don't remember is having like encoding errors, uh, and like some of the accents aren't being processed properly. And I was like, "That's we like those are the raw files. We haven't changed those, so I don't know what yeah. the fuck is wrong with that." Uh, but 
uh, I guess it's broken, which is probably why they pulled it. Um, there's some new Pokemon in this, uh, a holiday 2022 uh, costume and a Bertic winter 2020. So almost guaranteed that the uh, bow Chubchu that we got uh, in 2020 uh, will be able to evolve into Bertic now. Um, so we just need to have that announced, but that's that just seems to be an ongoing theme now, doesn't it? It's just like, oh, we're just make the previous costumes now able to evolve, and that's the event done. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Well, and and like, but you ask for evolvable costumes. Like, no, we ask for evolvable <laughs> costumes when they come out, yeah. <laughs> not like literally two years later. Not as a this is now a new feature drop. <laughs> yeah, and especially like this costume is just a fucking bow. Like, there's nothing to it. Uh, mm. Like a plus. Um, a hatch collection challenge was added, so a lot of people got really scared about this because it does suck. Uh, but if it's done well, it's not going to be ever given an issue, I don't think. Uh, but basically, you have to hatch specific Pokemon to complete your collection challenge. If it's something like Hoenn Tor, like going back to this babies, I think I saw two babies. If you have if the collection challenges, hatch two babies, and they're only in two, and they're the only things you can hatch from two K eggs. Fine, not an issue with that. Right? Wow, we don't we already know that the regionals are going to be in ten k eggs, so I feel like it might be those. Mm. Fuck. Well, <laughs> we'll see. What, we'll see what else is. Yeah, that's true. And there's other things in that pool. Okay. Well, this might suck. Uh, so we'll see. Um, this is why you have to pay that on, trainer. <laughs> you need mm. to help our bottom line. <laughs> Hank, he needs another yacht. <laughs> uh, Pokedex search as we added. That's now live. That was added in two five five. And the today view got several new um, like sections added to it. There was stamp cards, challenge quests, story quests, and then three like calendar things happening now, current events, and upcoming events. Uh, so that'd be really cool. Um, if I'm thinking like kind of like a leak duck style calendar in the today view, uh, being able to view things just instead of like uh, what's happening now or like just hear blog posts. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, that might that might be a nice quality of life update. Um, and then. 257 um, uh, update. Um, there was a new app icon. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Lou is typing about catch cards. Um, they went live. They were added a while ago and they went live. Uh, and then you found the privacy issue. <laughs> you could probably speak more to that if you want. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'll see how this is. I'll just share a catch that I made and set it to only me. And then in the Discord, I see people talking about the image I just posted. I'm like, that was set to only me. No one should be able to see that. I just <laughs> doxed myself. <laughs> so quickly delete that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why are people getting notifications? I'm able to see this after I post on an only me post. And then fortunately, they fixed that very quickly. It was a couple of hours, I think. But yeah, that was yeah. a pretty major issue that was probably fixed quickly because lawsuits are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big issue, especially in Europe, um, like lying about privacy concerns. So glad, very good turnaround on that, which is good. Uh, good to anything, but also test things before you push things live. Yeah, that's not a difficult thing to test, is it? Like, come on, you got to start only me and make sure no one else can see it. It's not difficult. Yeah, well, the button's there. It must work. <laughs> Like the amount of testing they did with Zoro. I don't know. I caught a Zoro in my inventory. What more do you want from me? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to 247, uh, they added a new app icon for Mythical Wishes. Um, this is, people were joking, It's and we were joking too, it's 10 days late because uh, the season started 10 days ago. 
normally they push out an APK a few days before the the season, but this time they were just very late with it. Whatever changes or it sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, it's still funny though. Uh, they added a holiday winter map. Um, it's called Winter Season Nine. Uh, there's a new catch background. There's Christmas lights on it. There's snow on the ground. There's snow banks. Uh, little snow piles. There is a holly leaf, which I saw the texture for, but I could not find a 3D asset for what it goes with. So I'm kind of confused. May I just thought it was maybe there's po- the Pokestops are updated with because the Pokestops themselves get updated like 85 fucking times in every update, and I just never check them because they're always the same. I wonder if there's a new Pokestop asset that has a holly leaf on it, and that's what the texture's for. Um, should check that if I care enough later. Uh, but that maybe it's probably where it shows up is somewhere around a Pokestop. Uh, the Pokeball. Basically, spinner. we're getting Christmas map like the Halloween map. We kind of expected that mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one thing that I do think I will give them a shout out to is that a lot of people were saying it was weird that like you had this Halloween map and then you would go into a catch screen and it would be like a bright green catch background, like regardless of your weather. Yes. Or, you know, mm. like that was fucking weird. Um, so I, it is cool that they're adding. It's a night, so that during the day you get like the snowy thing, the snowy grassy area, and then at night you get like the Christmas lights turning on. Uh, and I will say that's pretty cool. They they did yes, listen to is, feedback yeah. and uh, and we saw in the APK they added support for overriding the, the backgrounds and things like that which is kind of cool um the pokeball spinner changes to a firework instead of a little spinning animation and you can see the like the, the steps of it uh in the graphic or on our website or in the repo uh it's a little fire it's a little pokeball that comes up and explodes and then disappears uh i think that's pretty cool it's probably for new year's not the holiday map but i'm excited to see that go live that might be fun um grid view uh so there's a toggle so a we found an apk but there's also assets for it uh the, in addition to the item categories that we've been data mining for a while now they added that support in 257 and then they also added a uh, grid selection so it's probably going to be without the text because you don't need to know what a potion is if you've looked at it a million times um so out of all the quality quality of life updates they've added recently i'm personally looking forward to this because this will just make things much easier and like i've said before these are the kind of dumb little updates that get me playing the game more and would actually motivate me to play is if the item bank is you know has categories and has a grid view like it that that's stupid but that encouraged me to play so hopefully that actually comes um breaking swipe was a new move that was added uh, and also just calling out myself i forgot about this uh we reported it on twitter we reported it in the real time and then i just forgot to add it to the in-depth report mm. so if you saw the report the first few hours that it was up uh you did not know and you didn't look at our twitter or discord you did not know that this move was here so that's my bad i apologize uh but breaking swipe is added um so that's kind of cool uh new uh evolu- new costume pokemon um january 2023 don't know what this is but it's marked as not evolvable so going back to what we were just saying about evolvable costumes not exactly what we're talking about and also the Pokemon they're making evolvable, I think they're some of the forms are still called no evolve in the code. So yeah. th- that's yes. probably a bad. They should probably stop calling things no evolve mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because when the entire dev team quits again, uh, and the new people, are like, but it says no evolve. Oh, you can't listen to what it says in the code, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> 
um sparkly incense and sparkly lures were added um this we don't know what they're used for exactly but they're they're more involved than just a normal lore because um the sparkly lore specifically tracks if you're using one or not in your player attribute settings and it specifically tracks how many of these you've used um sparkly reminds me of like jirachi and wishes and stuff so i'm assuming there's a link there but we'll know more there's no assets for these yet um we'll obviously report when these get added but um something about sparkly incense and wars are being added uh as we mentioned the log now reports if you caught a mega um so it'll show we've already talked about that uh they finally finished adding or at least closer to finished adding the postcard storage upgrade they added they half added this last year when postcards went live and then they just never did anything with it but the ability to purchase uh, postcard storage updates um most we, we theorize and this is kind of confirmation that this will go live with vivillion and i think i said this is how they're going to monetize its features because you need to pin all these postcards now uh they're going to get you to upgrade your storage to unlock vivillion and it's not going to be obvious to most people that it's a paywalled pokemon but it's a paywall mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and um there's a new option to send friend requests in raids. Uh, I'm assuming this is in the lobby. We haven't seen any reference over where exactly this is, but there is a new social setting that you can turn on and off that allows you to send or receive friend, re- friend requests while in raids. It could be from the lobby. It could be from the leaderboard after. I think it probably makes sense to be in the lobby because if you see someone that didn't make the leaderboard, I guess you can't make fr- be friends with them otherwise, uh, which would kind of suck. But um it uh th- that's nice that's a nice quality of life feature especially for remote raids and things like that that'd be kind of cool um then you need to up the the pokemon uh or the friend requirement though in my opinion because i'm always maxing it out with remote raids uh well when i used to play mm-hmm. <laughs> um raid timer now has a separate in-person and a separate remote timer um and shows you the timer before you enter the raid it's a little circle that counts down around the number of people um the separate timers are probably just to support this external timer before you enter the raid instead of like a lot of people are like oh well if you have a separate timer for in person you can like skip the raid i don't think it's that i think it's just to support so that the gym knows like especially if you move between remote and in person uh distances while you're there like it needs to update so it's probably just for that um as mentioned they finally added the full moon evolve uh for the teddy ursa line uh so it'll actually we'll see if like the gm updates manually still but it'll show you at least if you like how to evolve it uh but the really dumb thing is that they added moon phases which they already had in again they had this in another part of the code but they added it again but the only two moon phases are nothing and full (laughs) uh because that's how the moon works obviously uh <laughs> i'm astronomer <laughs> doesn't can have anything confirm. in between <laughs> yeah i was gonna say can the doctor and the audience <laughs> confirm <laughs> yeah i mean everyone knows it's nothing this, cool. that's it yeah the, you, everything else is just an optical illusion <laughs> well to, i i, I um, could actually get into something here but i probably won't it, we're already two and a half hours in so i'll let that one slide <laughs> okay if you want to go for it uh but uh, well half yeah, the moon is always lit up at, at one point like it, it is always lit up what we see it varies but there is always half the moon that is lit so technically mm-hmm. you could always say nothing or full like you know depending on which half you're looking at but from our point of view on earth it does vary to you know in between 
Oh, thank you, Space Doctor. That is very informative. Here, come here for your space nerd. questions. Nerd. <laughs> That's Doctor Nerd to you. <laughs> I, well uh, worth that's it. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> Eight years and probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, but thanks to the Australian education system, the taxpayers paid that, not me. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's one of the things that Australia does very well. Yeah. Um, America, <laughs> take a hint. <laughs> uh, but yes, moving on. Uh, uh, there's also, inter- so we found this uh, before, I think, but it, I think it's part of the rocket s- stuff, but it, there's also references to it outside of a rocket, so I'm not 100% sure. But interactive map Pokemon, basically a little Pokemon, probably Gimagool is my guess, uh, spawns on the map next to a stop. Um, the Pokestops know if they have an encounter or not, which is also confusing because this was added to rockets and then it seems to be added just to like stops themselves. So I'm it's, I don't know what the fuck is going on. They either like change the direction that they were going or they have duplication. I don't know what's going on here, but um, it's weird. And so now basically there, you can have encounters and you can skip the encounter and all the stuff in rockets um, and go straight. So you skip the battle and go straight to the encounter or the map itself knows if it has an encounter. I don't know. It's uh, whatever. Um, uh, but with these map Pokemon that'll spawn on the map next to Pokestops, uh, there is a min max, uh, interactions with them that you can have them. There's a final interaction you can have with them. And there's also a cooldown time. I'm assuming between when you last interacted and when you interact with another one or when it has a cooldown for when you can interact with it. Um, and there is an animation that this, that this thing does is it can move, it can rotate, it can wind up and it can walk. Uh, sounds like Gimme Ghoul because one of Gimme Ghoul's animations is he spins and then points at a at a nothing, at a coin uh, that kind of is like a wind up but I don't know, maybe there's another Pokemon that actually winds up that I'm not thinking of but um, it's kind of weird, but anyway that's added, um, we'll have to see if that's actually Gimme Ghoul or not, but we'll see uh, Dropped Items got animations in this we mentioned they were added in the previous ABK and then they got actual animations, uh, pretty sure for the for the GUI that pops up, so it'll tell you, I think, after the catch card, or the, the catch summary, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, Mega Pokemon have a new tall position. I think we mentioned that before as one of the things that no one cares about. Um, <laughs> so maybe this is used for the primals to show that they're bigger or they're taller, and I don't know. Um, it's probably for the primals. Um, settings V2 with categories have been added as well, and that's kind of the last big thing from this is that we reported on this a while ago there are uh they're redoing the settings menu there's categories uh the pokeball the pokemon go plus and pokeball plus and switch are going into this new menu called connected devices um or nearby devices it's called in some places uh basically devices the uh rice pancake for the pokemon go plus plus or the pokemon plus plus i don't know if it's go plus sleep the sleep (laughs) thing um (laughs) that's going into this menu as well um and basically i mean it's exactly you can read the text update for like the different categories but it's like notifications and connected devices and uh i don't remember all of them but it's pretty straightforward um but yeah that's kind of it for uh 247 uh is there anything else you guys wanted to add before we get to our last section on this very long podcast firstly it's 257 not 47 and uh thank you kecleon we did mention it but like the cameo oh the cameo pokemon you did skip over it entirely so transparent encounters added you know pokemon goes invisible after first encountering it and then again after an attack 
Good call. Yeah, thank you for catching that. So yeah, Which it's not. I feel like we already had with Mew anyway. So Mew is not Mew is called a. I think it's it's Japanese name Metamon. Yeah, Metamon encounter. Yeah. Um. No, this was Metamon... Ditto is Metamon. Ditto. Sorry. Is that, so what? Did, I thought you said Ditto. What did you say? Did Ditto uh, is Metamon uh, Mew. Oh Mew. Sorry. Um. I I just heard Ditto. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, because they sound the same. Yeah, they sound the exact same. That maybe in my mind they're like, oh, they're both pink. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's not the same. Yes, it does turn invisible, but it's not this mechanic, uh, which, again, going back to them adding things that already exist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, I don't fucking know. But yeah, it's so with Mew, and it, I think it's just on a timer. It just comes in and out, um, I think. Uh, or like it disappeared and then didn't come back. I don't remember. Oh, in this case, so long I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember either. I also remember. Did uh, Celebi turn invisible too? No, it had an anime. I no, Celebi had an animation that wasn't ready for GoFest. So when I caught it at GoFest, it was just sat there and did nothing. And then when other people yeah. caught it for Global, it had this cool sparkly animation. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, good, thing I, good thing I didn't pay money for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, so this is, the, so it has uh, a time in which it will, you'll see it, and then it turns invisible when you first tap on it, and then it attacks, and it turns visible again, and then after it attacks, it turns invisible. Um, and so it sounds like the only time you can see it is when it's attacking you or when you first see it. Uh, and it doesn't Reminds specific- me Pinup here at the wrong time. Uh, Not Pinup, uh, Nanabit, and it doesn't attack anymore. <laughs> Uh, I guess you just never see it again. <laughs> uh, or actually, I wonder. Yeah, like it, does the the billboard, like the CP and stuff, does that disappear too? I don't know. Because um, then you could just see the berry floating above its head. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't specifically say Kecleon, but it's pretty obvious what it's for. Yeah. Uh, so to all those people wondering if Kecleon is in fact coming to Hoentor, it. Almost certainly is. We just need to see when and where and how. Um, but I'm glad after and if all the if it doesn't, hype... we will make some Pokeminers pitchforks and meet you at HQ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll be in Vegas, which is already close enough. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I am glad to see that um, after so much time, they're at least, they're not just like dumping into like, here's Kalekulon, you get it for free in raids or something. Like, it seems like they're actually making a proper you know, encounter for it, which is good. Um, yeah. So, you know, trying not to be completely pissed off with this game, trying to find some positive uh, <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. And, that's the, and the thing that I was thinking about the other day is that like most of my happiness from this game comes from things that we find and then we report on thinking, oh, how cool this can be. And then almost always it's fucked up <laughs> in some way. And the real thing is not as exciting as, as, as I was expecting. Uh, so we'll see. But this stuff, I'm I'm hopeful for, and we'll, we'll see if we're still playing the game by then. Uh, <laughs> we will we will enjoy it. But yeah, and then uh, we want it completely not. So if you guys uh, are done with Pokemon Go news, uh, sorry, we're done with Pokemon Go updates. And if you guys are done with that, then you can turn the podcast off now. And goodbye, thank you for listening. But uh, we wanted to add uh, <laughs> more to this two and a half hour podcast. <laughs> um, if you guys are still up for it, we can cancel it now and just end it. But uh, yeah, it'd be nice yeah, to talk about uh, the game we have been playing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit about Scarlet and Violet because uh, obviously that's a big Pokemon uh, update. 
to, uh, or obviously a big update in the Pokemon world. Uh, obviously, we've all spent a lot of time on it, and we all have some opinions on it. So yeah, I'll 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 shut up for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys finding it? I mean, yeah, I'll start off by saying it fully deserves all the shit it's getting for how poorly the game performs a lot of the time. That being said, it's been a really enjoyable game. Um, it's been fun to play through, and it's just a shame that those issues are causing causing my rating of the game to go down so much because it is really annoying to be going for errors and getting maybe five FPS if I'm lucky. What would you... I guess we can start. What would you rate the game out of ten? I think the highest I can give it is a seven, and I'd I'd want to give it more, but with the performance issue, I think that's the most I can give it. Okay, that's much higher than me. What about yeah. you, GM? I, I was thinking seven, seven or eight. Like it, it's it is a really good game. I've really enjoyed it, but there are performance issues which actually haven't affected me that badly. But I have seen them. I'm not, it's not like it's people making up. It, it exists, but um, and it's a shame that that's taken away from the discussion on just how good a game it actually is. Have you spent yeah. any time in the... T- is it the Tanglewood Forest? Minimal yeah. time. Or the f- it's like, yeah, go, go there for five minutes and see how you feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I was at a four before I beat the game, and then I quite liked the story, um, to be honest. For, for a Pokemon... It's nothing amazing, um, but for a Pokemon should we just game, say? Should we just say at this point, if you're avoiding spoilers in uh, the podcast, because we're going to talk yeah. spoilers... That's actually a really good point. Yeah, I, I didn't say anything yet, yeah. but yeah, at this point, okay, there's going to be spoilers. The game's been out for what a month, three months, three three weeks, three, three months, three weeks. Three now. months. Uh, Does time yeah. work differently where you are? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know you're in Australia, so you're already in the future. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I was at a four before I beat the game. I beat the game and I raised it to a five because I did quite enjoy the story for, especially compared to Sword and Shield, which the story was just there was barely a story. Um, I did, I did quite enjoy this, and I enjoy what they're teasing and hinting at for DLC, and I think that could be really interesting and a cool concept in the Pokemon universe of, uh, I guess we can talk about this, but like Paradox Pokemon and future and past Pokemon. But for me, um, my gaming uh, history, I went from Sonic Frontiers to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and after playing Scarlet and Violet, I was really getting the itch to play a real video game again. Uh, and mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn is on PC now, and it was on sale for like $20. I'm like, oh, I'll try that. And oh my god, my eyeballs are like, just like, I'm only getting like 50 frames per second, because uh, I only have a 2070 on it, but like, it's just, oh my god, it just, I look at it, and I'm like, this is, this is so good. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so they... So yeah, I, I'm at a five, and for for me, it's not just the performance issues, but it's the bugs and it's the graphic quality. Um, and yes, the Switch is not as powerful. It's a six year old piece of hardware. Um, you know, different switches have been proven to have different performance levels depending on when they were built. I have an OG Switch, so that's a factor. But you look at games like Breath of the Wild, Mario Party, Yoshi's Crafted World, uh, and then, you know, even bigger open world I think world the games. fairest comparison as well is Breath of the Wild. They're both open world games with stuff spawning in. And, and Breath of the Wild is... compared to it. It's not, and and the big thing with Breath of the Wild is that it's a six-year-old game that was a port from a Wii U, a less powerful console than the Switch, hmm. and it looks better. And, and granted, Breath of the Wild doesn't look amazing, you know, compared to like stuff on PC, right? But it looks significantly better than Scarlet and Violet. 
Um, yeah. So those are my those are the reasons why I bring it down. Is that for a game for a for a triple A title coming out in 2022 from the world's largest franchise, mm. it should not look this bad, perform this bad, and have this many bugs, mm. in my opinion. But I think a lot of the issue comes down to is that TPC will not change their release schedule. I think their release right. schedule is every two years in November, a new main series game comes mm. out. Isn't it every three years? Sorry. Is every three? I think it's it yeah. It's been, it's been three years since Sword and Shield. I'm pretty sure. Well, 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 yeah, whatever it is, it's every it, every X amount of years in November these games come out. There is no changing that schedule. It is happening no matter what. And I think yes. that's the main issue. I think if this game was delayed three months, it would have been in a much better state. I completely agree. Or they need to put more resources into a bigger team to do something. Like mm, this, yeah. Right? Um, and I mean, like a, a good point of that is that Tears of the Kingdom was supposed to come out around this time and they delayed it because it just wasn't ready. And, you know, you, you see that a lot more with a lot more games being delayed. And I'm fine with it being delayed. It just can't be like a Halo where it's delayed and it still comes out broken and mm-hmm. incomplete. Um, yeah. So I, I completely agree is that it, it needs to be fixed and needs to be patched and it mm-hmm. should have been delayed. Um, yeah, and I, I think part of that issue as well comes down to the fact that the whole Pokemon Championship series is based around these release schedules as well, so they can't afford to be delaying it and delaying all of that. They can't the reschedule and... worlds. <laughs> yeah, anime, TCG, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it, th- like, there's a ripple effect, but if that's the case, scale back and, you know. Uh, so yeah, you guys keep going and then I'll, I'll get more into my opinions as well, but but yeah, yeah, the Paradox Pokemon are definitely some of my favorite things. Um, I'm very glad I got Violet instead of Scarlet because I think yep. the future ones are much cooler than the past ones, personally. Completely agree. Um, and the one thing that did annoy me is yes, it's open world, but and you can choose your own path, but, but not you really, really can't. I, I'm fine with some areas being too difficult to go to at the start, that's fine. You expect that in open world games, mm-hmm. but. When I do it out of order and I my last two gyms are level twenty, I'm like, well, why am I even here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why is there not any even simple level scaling to at least make it a semi challenge rather than it doesn't matter what move I use, I just one shot mm. everything. And also to do things in a linear order in terms of difficulty, you have to like skip around the map. Like you can't just like. Like it's it's a circle, right? So you would think that oh, I can like go. My original thought was like I'll go around in a circle on one end, but it's like no, like mm. one area will be like level twenty, then the next area is like level forty, and then the next level is like level fifteen. And it's like, did they just like throw darts at a board mm. for where things were happening? Like it's yeah. all over the place. I've and also the fact that Pokemon obeying you was still tied to gym leaders as well. So it was just like oh, so I can do whatever order I want, but if I look at the gym leaders and. It, at the right time also Pokemon just stop <laughs> listening to me yeah exactly <laughs> yeah they, like they've clearly looked into open world games thought that that's what people are wanting and tried to do that but they've not actually gone deeper into how open world games actually work and like they're still stuck on this mm. old formula with like you said with like no level scaling no you know the, the Pokemon obeying you like they're too fundamental to the the series that they've kept them in, but they've not kept them in in a in an open world style, and it's just um, yeah. yeah. The thing is, they they could have made like at the end of the day, the the Team Star stuff and the Herba Mystica stuff still gave you badges, so you can just target the total number of badges. Yeah, yeah doesn't matter that, which source yeah, they point. come from, and that would have been perfectly fine. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, and I think and I saw this in a review, and I completely agree with it. Is that it's like it's an open world that is empty. Like, it's an open like in my opinion, it's an open world that is an open world on paper. But it's exactly what you said, GM, is that they didn't look into what an actual open world is. Like, there's no NPCs giving you side quests. There's no things to explore. Like, I remember in Breath of the Wild, and I told you guys this before as well like i remember in breath of the wild like i just like the feeling when i stumbled stumbled upon like the skyward sword island Mm -hmm. like buried in some fucking cave and it just like you know because you see this like kind of weird cave thing on the map and you go to explore it and you're just like oh my you know like the (laughs) amount of easter eggs and things to explore like this had like like i remember like the most excitement i got was when i found a ruin seal before like i got to that part in the story and i'm like oh that's kind of cool um and then but like other than that, like it's just like just blank nothing. There's like no textures to look at. There's like no it's just open, you know, there's nothing to do in this open world. And the biggest thing about that that I think the first indication to me that like, oh, they don't really know what an open world is, is that the map is just unlocked. <laughs> like I can see every Poke Center, Poke Pokestop, uh or sorry, yeah, Poke Center on the map. I the whole map is just ungrayed out. And I was like, How do I know where I've been? Like, how do I know what I've explored? How do I know like like in every other open world, you like go to a location and it either like unlocks the map as you get there or there's like a way spot of some sort that like unlocks the the map around you as you like, you know, either climb a tower or you like do a challenge. You know what I yep. mean? Like hmm. and it, just the fact that the whole map was unlocked. I'm like, and so it was for me, it was like the, the best I could do was like, okay, if I have a fly location next to the Poke, St- Poke Center, I know that I've been there. But like if there's no Poke Center around there, like I don't remember if I've been to that area or not. And so yeah, the only thing they they kind of had half legs. They had the watchtowers as well. If you get to the top of a watchtower, you unlock that as a fast fly point as well. Yeah, but and and the ten sites of Palladia or whatever, right? Um, mm. But like it, it, like it doesn't um, like it doesn't show you where those are, right? It's not like in other open world games. It's like oh, here's this location. Go to this location so that you can unlock more of the map. This is just you just hope to stumble upon a watchtower and then you get a fly point, right? So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, sorry, you guys keep going, and then I'll. One thing I didn't like, I and this is <laughs> one thing I didn't like, and this is very picky. I know it is. It's it's just silly, but I did not like the lack of effort put into the paradox Pokemon names. I really wish they had come mm. up with something a bit more creative, like Iron Hands and Screamtail. Like, really. Maybe that's just me, but I just I like oh they're that yeah, yeah. Crap I mean, everyone just calls them you know future Deli Bird yeah. or Robo Deli Bird or whatever anyway, so they should have just really just called it that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. It would have um, been better. That's fine. I don't mind. I, I to be honest, I didn't mind that in the sense that like these are Pokemon that haven't been seen before, so people didn't know what to name them. Uh, hmm. I that part I. As much as I've complained about this game to you guys, I, that part actually doesn't bother me. But that is a valid point. I think that's that's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, with yeah. um, Coraidon and Maraidon, like, they've clearly named them properly to hide the fact that they're Paradox Pokemon. It's like, put that little, like, literally 10-minute meeting where you just decide Pokemon names and just put a little bit of extra effort into some of these Paradox and... I can even deal with Screamtail, to be perfectly honest, but it's the Iron Hands and Iron whatever. Like, that. that gets me. All the iron yeah. features. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's fine. I guess also, because I was paying attention to leaks, I saw this like three months ago, two months ago. Like one of the first things I saw was like iron, um, iron thorns or whatever. And like a leak. And I'm like, 
that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be honest, that's why I went with violent because I'm like, they, oh, I... they were the they were the first things I shiny hunted. I was like, I want all of these shiny. Yeah, if I shiny hunted, I would I would do that for sure. And I remember, I swear there was a leak a year ago that said the next Pokemon games would be past and future. And I remember think, seeing that and dismissing it, like because it's like, oh, like that's a common leak that gets spread all the time. But now I wonder, like. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was like legit because it's like that's not what they were called, but that's clearly the themes of them, right? Mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if that was if there was actual a real leak at the time, or if that was still just like a random bullshit thing. But mm. I thought that was I did. I, and to be honest, I I I completely agree that like I'm I chose Violet because I like the future stuff. I think it's a little bit weird that I think the future stuff fits more theme wise because it's weird to have like an AI. Uh, professor and like this like super high tech professor and then like wearing like caveman clothing and like all these you know what i mean like it just seems like it makes more sense that they're like an ai you know talking about the future talking about wanting to, you know what i mean like they're more interested yeah in the yeah. Future. Like, yeah i'm not sure how that story worked in scarlet to be honest i've not really looked into how that part of the story plays out in that version i looked it up because i was curious and it's literally the exact same thing it's just it's just yeah, yeah she's just obsessed with the past mm. instead and I'm like, this doesn't mm. really make sense in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, that that was weird. Like, it, it it felt it kind of felt to me like they wrote the story based on Violet, and then they're like, oh fuck, we need another game. <laughs> uh, make it the past. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I think yeah. like a lot of the open, like the, the I think I said this in my first few hours to you guys too, is that like a lot of the quality of life updates they made to like the core Pokemon experience were has been fantastic you know being able to yeah. quickly switch uh to your like switch your first party first person yeah your first party pokemon being able to quickly heal them up being able to like quickly oh, swap yeah. auto heal was great mm. yeah auto, auto heal uh you know having them uh in theory like the the let's go feature is a little janky and it didn't really work like 80 percent of the time but like right direction um right like to, not that it looks good but like it feels like riding around on your fully specked out uh, legendary, like traversing the land like that uh, felt really good. Um, and it felt mm-hmm. like a fun way to get around um, because like, you just don't get that in a lot of, you know, like, like Arceus had it a little bit too, but like, even that was kind of clunky because you had to like change to different the lines. The way you and... switched between them was a bit weird. Wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think the, the traversal was really good. Um, and, uh, and, and, the, and just like having Pokemon in the wild, you could like, the way that you know same same improvements from arceus you know someone would run at you someone you know you could dodge them um it was uh yeah a, l- a lot of like that stuff is good it's it's the and i think it, like if they in my opinion if they fix the performance and bugs i'll raise my score to probably a seven or an eight mm-hmm. probably um so i i would imagine i will raise my score in a few months as things get fixed if they get fixed um yeah the graphics I still think are inexcusable for, you know, this day and age and this console. And, and yes, some of it, and it's, it's interesting seeing a lot of the reviews like talk about, oh, the Switch obviously can't handle it. It's like, it's, it's not just the Switch. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I, like I've seen people like running on the emulators and stuff that looks really nice on the emulators. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um. So. But yeah, I really enjoyed the the raids and the Union Circle co-op stuff was really nice. Um, I didn't do any of that to be honest. No, I haven't. Really, I haven't yeah. really gone there. It was pretty. 
Yeah, that's fair. It was, it was pretty cool that you could go into... So if the host is Scarlet, you can go in and get Scarlet-only spawns and stuff as mm-hmm. well and that sort of thing, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Um, but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to potential... Well, I say potential DLC. It's almost certainly going to have DLC the same as Sword and Shield did. Oh, they absolutely yeah. I mean, will. I won't say the leaks. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't say what yeah, I know from yeah. the leaks, but they, they tease mm-hmm. at it very heavily in the game, so... Yeah, uh, they do. It, so. um, I'm expecting a couple of things. One, I'm expecting them to use the time machine somehow to bring the Hisui Pokemon into the present because that's just an easy way to bring them into the games now, isn't it? Is using that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm expecting them to probably link up the two games somehow as well because it's weird that we've got two opposing storylines. They've had that before though, right? Like um, Ruby and Sapphire had two opposing storylines, right? Uh, maybe. There was like... Ky- like they needed to harness Kyogre versus needing to harness Grodon and and like even X and Y had opposing storylines like not as much deviation I don't think as in this one but like mm. even in X and Y they were like like one was like the creator of life and one was like the destroyer or something right and it's like yeah. okay your mo- your motivation for these things are very different <laughs> between the two games mm. um but but I, I do agree yeah it's, it's quite a bit different between the two of them um yeah I think what's also interesting is that like i remember i thought this was a plot hole until gab actually pointed it out and then i got to the point in the story where they say it where like the time like there's still future or past pokemon spawning after the time machine shuts down and the violet or scarlet book talks about them before the time machine was built so clearly it wasn't Mm. the time machine that brought not just the time machine that brought them there Mm. Um, no something to do with the crystals and stuff all around the place isn't it yeah so i'm i'm excited for what that evolves into because i think like you said like maybe that brings in hisui stuff maybe there's even more iron or past like more paradox pokemon in general that they'll introduce um yeah and there's still like not i'm trying to think there's no oh yeah obviously mythicals come later but like there's no like big bad legendary like there normally is right like there's no like eternius level thing or like you know like even in the first no but there are did you do? The, I know you haven't done the Pokedex. Did you do the four additional legendaries? Yeah, but I saw those more like, um, uh, like the Lola Guardians, you know. Um, yeah. So where like Nihiligo, like and before Ultra Sun and Moon, like Nihiligo was mm. like the big bad legendary that you have to defeat, right? Where those were kind of like the, I don't know, uh, sub legendaries. I'm I'm sure yeah. Serbi's has you know these all categories properly but like i i feel like there's like there's a there's a legendary from this generation that's like kind of missing that they've been doing recently that i'm assuming we'll see or get something in dlc um yeah there's not like a big bad legendary to to fight well the closest they can get like a zarud devil thing where they just add an extra pokemon and that's Mm. the mythical for the generation as well yeah yeah when was i twice i i know obviously know about zarud but like Playing sort like when was Zerud added? Like what was it added for, and why? Uh, to tie in with the film. Uh, so was it ever in the game outside of like Mystery Gift? Uh, I don't believe so. No. Mm, okay, that's probably why I never paid attention to it. I'm like because it shut. I'm like, when did you exist? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> that's cool. What do you guys uh, think of Pokemon number one thousand? <laughs> the one that you revealed? <laughs> uh, well, that was nine nine nine. 
that that's yeah. true they evolve yeah i i, I yeah. like the design i think it i mean it looks ridiculous but so does a lot of mm. new pokemon uh yeah i like him he, he looks like i don't know if this is a thing in the other countries but in the uk we had adults for cheese string uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yep he's this yeah he, he's exactly he what it looks like he looks exactly like the cheese <laughs> string man yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i liked i like i really like a lot of the designs of the new pokemon um yeah uh, I am disappointed that because I saw I saw about the leaks of uh, Verum and Riverum like a long time ago, mm. and I was like, "Oh, that's like the way it was described sounds like really fucking cool." Um, yeah, it's not as, uh, and I was like, "Oh, I'm definitely gonna have this in my party." And then I like I saw it outside of like the Star Mobile stuff, and I'm like, "Yeah, you're not that cool." <laughs> it, it, it's cool in those forms. It's not so cool outside of that. Yeah, exactly. So I was mm. like, "Ah," but Tinkaton is one of my new favorite like i know i don't think i had a favorite pokemon from sword and shield but uh take a time i it's so fucking cool i just love that mm. it's just a purple blob that smashes people with a hammer <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah i don't i don't think i was really particularly fond of any of the final evolutions for the starters this time i yeah I, so when i saw them for the first time i i hated all of them um and then I was like, okay, these all suck. Which one do I like the? Which one do I like the most? And I'm like, okay, the, um, the grass. Oh, fuck, I don't remember their actual names. The grass cat. Uh, I was like, okay, like I I can tolerate this one. And then the more time I spent with it, I'm like, okay, I kind of appreciate. You're kind of like a ninja kind of, you know, Spanish escapade kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, like it, it kind of grew in me. And then I saw Quaxley's animation. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck, you're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just saw you in pictures before, but now watching you dance, I'm like, oh my God, I want to murder you. Uh... Um, yeah, I wasn't too fond of that. Uh, I really like uh, Knackley uh, and its evolutions. Mm-hmm. What's, sorry, which um, one's Knackley? Uh, Knackley, the little... Oh, the rock. Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Minecraft Mario mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Belly Bolt is incredible, but we saw that in the trailers. Um, I did like Toad's Cool and Toad's Cruel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Um, I couldn't believe that Wiglet evolved into (laughs) Wobbly. I was like, really? Really? (laughs) That's where we're going with this. (laughs) Um, What's so weird about that? Just the fact... No, it's just that it was actually called Wog Trio after the original was called Wiglet. Like, come on. Oh, <laughs> you, 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 you didn't think too hard for that one, really, did you? <laughs> yeah, um, it wasn't wasn't really thought out. And then the Dunsparce is just Dunsparce, but longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not very original. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, that one I was a bit like when I saw that, I was like, "Am I just does Dunsparce know what I think it looks like? Did like have I miscounted Dunsparce all this time?" <laughs> one thing yeah, that i really true. liked yeah, that... was that it had a good mix of new pokemon you know different forms uh like you know the peldian whooper that then evolved into a new one like there's a really good mix of everything and then some new evolves for some existing pokemon like king gambit and stuff like that like hmm. it had a really good mix yeah. i thought of Bringing in past generations, new generations, other regions. Like, I, yeah, I just think it was a really good mix of sources of these new Pokemon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and balanced. I'm I'm still on like I never I don't care they got the national decks in the games. Like, I don't want to catch over a thousand Pokemon to keep my Pokedex. 
That's just that's not fun. Four hundred Pokemon is a reasonable number. I mean, they could add like they could make it so that you complete the national deck or the regional decks, but you still have the other Pokemon in the game, mm. right? Like, yeah, they're not they're not part of the checklist that you have to do. But if you want to bring mm. them in, you can bring them in. Uh, but then that still makes finding those Pokemon more difficult, doesn't it? Because you got more stuff to compete with the spawns. I mean, unless they do something like, like, like the what are they like the Safari Zones on the other games, where it's like you can only catch mm. like you go there to catch the things that are in the region or whatever. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think, I think it's just I don't care that not all the Pokemon are in it, but I think it's lazy. Especially when like yeah. you're going from the same engine to the same engine for the most part, yeah. And I, mm. and you're like so much of the stuff is just copy pasted, you know. The formula is the same. Like it just feels like it's like okay, there should be like a shared library. If Pokemon Go can manage this, like <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's not that hard. And and even if it's like in you know it doesn't launch with it, just like you know home support doesn't launch, but eventually it gets to that point. You know, it just it seems weird to me that. You don't have everything in it, and even just to like bat, even like to be honest, even like for the competition level at Worlds and stuff, right? Like it's mm-hmm. weird to like, n- like not only like build a team for Worlds, and then like next year you could like have to build a completely separate team simply because they didn't add the the Pokemon to the game, right? Mm. Uh, like that's weird to me. It's like I get like you know like in card games, like maybe old cards are banned, but like to be like, no, those cards don't exist anymore. <laughs> no, but card games do do that. Well, they they ban. That's them, the way. But... That's the way. Every no, every major TCG has a mm-hmm. format called standard, which is usually the last couple of sets only, and then every year cards rotate out and they can't be played anymore. But the cards still exist. Unless that. Yeah, they it's still like, exist, but you you can't play you can't the, yeah, yeah. you can't play them in a the deck anymore. So they they effectively don't exist anymore, really. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, if you wanted to, like, for example, like if you wanted to play without that rule set, like I could hmm. still use those cards from the other sets, right? Because the cards still physically exist. Versus if yeah. I wanted to play without that rule set in Scarlet and Violet, and I wanted to bring in like Clink. Mm. Nope, doesn't exist. You know, like that's what yeah. I mean, right? Like, yeah, uh, it it's it's that's weird in my opinion, but I, mm. I I don't care that much to make us think about it either way, but um, yeah. yeah. I will say getting shinies in this game is kind of crazy. Like, it seems super easy with the sandwich stuff, which I know I don't think either of you guys have looked into yet, but it's fun. I've, I've I had a couple of sandwiches. And mm. Yeah, like, it. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what to complete my decks. I don't care about the shinies. Like, yeah, that's it's actually you'll, exactly you'll be the, back when the DLC is out. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I was playing the the raids uh, a bit, but I've kind of got bored of just doing raids again. Um, so mm. I, I've, I, I haven't played in like a week or so. Um, but not out of like fuck this game. It's like I'm just. I feel like I've done. I've explored the map. I've got the Pokemon I cared about. I have a team now that I can do raids on. Like there's still more things that I'm powering up and stuff just for the fun of it but like at this point it's the same thing with pokemon it's like it feels like a chore at this point so i'm gonna stop and move on to something else mm. and then yeah I'll, be, I'll definitely be back for the dlc or like if they do events that have interest in pokemon and things like that like i'll definitely be back for for raid events and stuff like that because i do like the raids uh, the raids are busted like as you've said before um but they're fun and i do like the the design of them even though the implementation is uh is, is not very good mm. yeah uh, right. Anything else you guys want to talk about, or are we done? No, I think that's it for me. Hours. I think yeah. we should 
Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if you are still here, uh, for all three of you still listening, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning into this one. Um, we also want to thank our Kofi members. Uh, if you bought a pin or bought us a pickaxe, and uh, especially thank our top Western supporters of uh, Leaked Up, uh, PB Poke, Amanidius, and Mikey. And if you want to support us, you can check out our Kofi page. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Pokey underscore Miners. Uh, and you can join our Discord, discord.gg slash Pokeminers for latest updates. Uh, as Marty said, we won't be going anywhere. We'll still be posting all that stuff and talking in the chats and that sort of thing. So if you want to come say hi, come say hi. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.